Welcome back to the uh, morning show, ladies and gentlemen. Tawny, introduce our uh, very special well, guest. You know, Dave, one of the highlights of my career before getting into television was working with our next guest in the road company of Sugar Babies. She's a lovely woman. She's a great actress, and she's a real pro to work with. She's personally responsible for making the name Dolly a part of everyone's vocabulary. Say hello to Carol Jenny. Yeah. all until you go off the air at 1.30 a.m. and get very little sleep. Yeah. I have to say hello to them all. Hello, Dougie Kramer. Hello, oh. all your friends. They stay <laughs> and they, they sleep on the weekends. Well, that's good. That's good. That's that's good. So it's, it's just a matter of time before they flunk out of school. Exactly. Yeah. of the Nightfly Oscar Edition 2019 with everybody's favorites, Oscar predictions, gambling, and other stuff. And of course, our special guest is always Scott Gordstein, everybody. Hey, Dave. Good afternoon, Scotty. <laughs> and as always, Memo Salazar, now that we've made up, Memo's <laughs> back. Hi. And we'll try and ruin the podcast single-handedly as he does when there are other guests. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why you say that. <laughs> because it's true. Uh, but it's funny every time. Where any stock boy can be a panic. Yeah, I was what about to ask. Yeah. I never really thought about the lyrics, lyrics until... I was like, wait a minute. I played them once before. It and doesn't... Like, I don't get speaking the... Speaking of gay, it would be this song. <laughs> Where any office boy is a panic. <laughs> I wonder what that means. Yeah, nobody knows know. what it means. All right, so that's uh, that's the beginning of the show, and now it's all downhill from here. <laughs> this is why a comic should never be uh, brought up on stage. Why do I feel uh, echoing? Why? Why? What? What? Because you're doing? in the bathroom. You no, should come no, out no, here no, with no, the rest you of hear us. That. Maybe I'm just picking up on Scotty's mic or something. Um, 
Right, right? Do you hear? Hello, hello. No, hello. I, I, I mean, everybody you sound sounds good. good? In my ears. All yeah. right, I don't know what I'm talking about. Then. Okay. I feel like I'm just, uh, I don't know, like, um, I don't know. I guess everything's cool. You have right to speak now. into the microphone. You have to speak into yeah. the microphone. I'm not used. I think I'm used to using that one for too long. <laughs> um, this is why no comic should ever be brought up on stage uh, with music because it's all downhill from there. <laughs> when you come up like, and now welcome to the stage. You've seen him on Comedy Central. You've seen him on the David Letterman show. Please, bah, 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 Dave Jones guy. And then you come up and you're like, so what's going on? That's why you got to be Gallagher. Know? Yeah, exactly. Only he can follow the intro. Don Rickles always had music. That great music. Yeah, he always well, had the Matador one. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Wait, how's that go? The Matador? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, 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 that's it. But you know, it was funny because he always used to have like that huge band on stage with him and they only right. played that one little bit and I thought, <laughs> gosh, who's paying these folks? Right. And he is. I like that. It was with... coming out of his pocket. I oh, suppose. really? Well, he, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'd like that with mariachis if you guys can, if you can. Arrange that for me next time. <laughs> yeah, you know I can. Uh, we did that on my uh, 100th podcast that we did down in the, like that place, and I played the mariachi. I sang, uh, wait, I think I have it here, actually. Um, well, it takes a long time to get it. Like, uh, I remember exactly what I played for you. Scotty, what's bothering you today? I Nothing. can see something is wrong. No. All, since I've seen you today, I can see something is off. What is it? I don't what's know. bothering you? Absolutely nothing. You're, you are not happy, not to just be here. I, I know you're okay with it, but... Something else is bothering you. What is it, Scotty? What's nope. going on in your Everything's life? Everything's fine. Is it still the death of Carol Channing? Is it still? I know Carol it's fresh. Died? Oh my God! Well, that was a spoiler alert. Oh shit! No, is it? yeah, she died. I'm oh, sorry. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, I, don't... I, I wasn't sure if you knew. Oh, I knew her back in the day. You did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were her publicist. I was yes. her publicist for yeah. about a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, actually, I just. The only reason I found out is because I read it on page six in the post with your name in it. Yeah. Which was oh, very wow. exciting. Yeah. That is exciting. Yeah, I have the article in my bag. Yeah, it was exciting. I highlighted it. Yeah, they reached out to me right after she passed away and asked if I would write something up. So Did you? They, yeah. Um, you, you read something. No, no, paper. I just read about page six and you and writing, but I didn't read the thing that you wrote. Oh. Oh, was it a blurb? Yeah. Oh, they, I thought when you said write something, I thought you were going to write an entire like article uh you know, uh, they just wanted like an anecdote or something. So they took an anecdote from me, maybe from one other person and made it into a larger item, which just ran on page six. Um, but they happened – some of the reporters from page six followed me on Facebook and I had posted about Carol after she had passed away. And they said, you know, hey, we want to write something. Can you write something you know, new for us? Um, so I just sent it, you know, sent it in and they ran it a couple of days later. Uh, yeah. How I mean, you you used to spend time with her. Yeah. Uh, for how long? Uh, I think I was with her only for about a year and a half. Oh, just and... a year and a half. So th- she was already in her nineties when you met her. Because <laughs> she it wasn't. No. She, didn't she die at ninety something? Yeah. How old was she? She was ninety seven when she passed away. But I was with her in the nineties, so that was oh in nineteen nineties. Yeah. But she was only like seventy then, like and, <laughs> right, and not maybe her, her head was clear. Oh, she was, it was clear the whole time, right? But she, well, I had heard a story. When, I mean, we, we've known each other since I've heard the story. Yeah. But before I met Memo, um, about another friend of mine uh, who I think his name is Richard uh, Larimer. Okay. And he's an author, and he wrote. I'm in his book on the uh, gay and lesbian hand guide to New York, and fifty <laughs> romantic things to do in New York. He wrote a bunch of books, and he spent time with her, and. This is when she was in her 
I guess, 70s. And he said she was walking around the house in little short shorts and the tied-up tank top. And he's like, it was very disturbing. Uh, uh, because she was 70-something. You know, and you just don't expect that. He didn't say she didn't look good. But it's just you don't see a lot of 70-year-olds wear the, the, the Daisy Dukes. Well, good for her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good for her. Yeah, I suppose. No, I, I definitely spent some time with her and her husband at the time back then um she wasn't working a lot so it's not like i was with them for work events um i kind of socialized i ended up socializing with them more than anything and she was very nice oh i think she was terrific and she wasn't insane or anything no i mean, I, even I from the clip her. we just played when the uh, letterman work in the morning show which is hilarious in itself um she seems a little Kooky. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe a little kooky, but um, completely and utterly devoted to theater on such an oh. ep- epic scale. I have to wonder, it, you, like what we just said made me, I always think about this, like someone like her, right? Like you're working for decades and you're big. And then when you stop working, are you able to just live off of your previous work? Or do you, how do you pay your bills at that point? Finance? Yeah. Well, Carol had... Or you should have investments But she or was a theater person, which doesn't make, especially in the 60s, which did not make a lot of money. How did she survive? Well, yeah, but she was the star of the show for, you know, how many years? But that was in the 60s. And you're talking, you worked with her in the 90s. I mean, is that, is that? Carol worked. Carol You know, Carol was on television constantly uh, when we were kids. That's true. Right, Here's right, a clip from true. The Love Boat. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. tonight we have a very special treat for you. Two ladies who've been featured in many Broadway shows have agreed to do a number from their old act for us. So here they are, B&B, Banning, and Boucher. It's Carol Channing and Betty White. (laughs) (laughs) We were born to play the two-a-day. The hope, the corn, the empty and so we know that board builds just to sleep and so we gotta keep on dancing till we rake it up and dig it up and wake it up we get no thrill. that goes on for another 20 minutes <laughs> i was wondering way. when you were going to cut it well, up well i you know that's what <laughs> This is the stuff, folks, that uh, we all grew up on, <laughs> that, you know, TV just let stuff play, <laughs> which they would never do today uh, to, you know, I mean, I, I can't say that. The Love Boat was made for husbands. I mean, it's just a fact. Um, you know, stuff, people that were kind of thrown out to pasture and got a second life on something like that. Like, And I think in that episode, Ethel Merman is in it as well. Um, people that treated poorly. It's funny that Betty White is there because she's actually... In probably all of Love Boat folklore, the one that's actually still relevant, <laughs> like it's a right, kind yeah. of a miracle. Her and Tom Hanks, who was on an episode of the Love Boat, <laughs> you know, what I mean, that's about it. Everybody else was just not cool and not good, and well, they're they were not up around. And, up and comers like Tom. They were either or up and comers or going down. Yeah, fascinating what they did with the Love Boat. A smart move, obviously. And then kids like us got to meet. If you and I, of course, knew who Carol Channing and Ethel Merman was, but, you know, somebody in Nebraska probably had no idea. And they got to meet these legendary icons and, you know, Ray Bolger. Uh, <laughs> was Ray Bolger on? Oh, not only was Ray Bolger on, but uh, if I if I have my facts correct, last night I went out um, 
to to uh, what I realized what my life will be in about 20 years. I hung out with my friends who are 80, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we went down the street to this bar, and we were all hanging out. We had dinner in this back room, and this guy sang because my friend Bob's uh, wedding. It was his singer. He goes, oh, come on, we're going to support him. Some old black guy that um, – what was his story? He used to <laughs> – there's a story that he might have hired Jimi Hendrix for his old band or something. So he's old and he just played to a, you know, computer, but he also plays the sax. Mm-hmm. It's like a karaoke, but it was just him. And um, oh, now it went off. Now my thing is fine. Anyway, um, so uh, and and his wife plays. She's the DJ. He's like, and now please welcome Little D, and she plays all the tracks. <laughs> uh, so it's really cute. But it was all eighty-year-old people, like either seventy-six and older Mm -hmm. and um you know and they were all dancing and having a good time there was one woman sitting next to me who's a friend of bob's and we just saw bob in the store we you didn't see him did you oh we just ran into bob and uh, his friend joey in the coffee shop downstairs which is funny because we saw each other last night we're like we're hanging out last night right but it's like it was it's like what i know my mother does on the weekends but still not even as fun as what my mother does and it was all older people, and they're all like clapping and, and dancing, getting up and dancing. But the other older people were annoyed that they were getting up and dancing, and we were told to sit down. But the younger people who were dancing, the older, there's always a stickler asshole, no even matter there. how old you are. Right. Even so, if it's the old people <laughs> dancing, she's there's always an asshole. So if you're projecting that, you know, when you get into your 80s, you'll be annoying people, what's the difference between <laughs> now and then? No, no, no. There's no difference for me. My life has already been set out. But uh, no, I'm just saying uh, I don't think I'll be that. I I thought I was right in between. I didn't want to dance, but I was having a good time and smiling and clapping. It could be worse. I, right I mean, that's between. a pretty good yeah, way no, no, to spend no. your 80s. I'd say. Yeah, yeah no, true. it's okay. Everybody was having a good time and stuff. But there, but there's this lady who was 75. She's sitting next to me. I mean, and I know her through Bob. Very pretty. I think she's a stewardess. Thin, pretty, but you know. The high school girl that, you know, was getting up, Ooh, we're all going to party. Like, she's still like that. Right. And it was getting annoying after a while because it's too much. Plus, you know how I hate girls. They're all like, yeah, and I'm talking about the ones that are my age. They, they're drunk and they're spilling stuff. You know, that drives me crazy. <laughs> they keep dropping stuff. It was driving me insane. So there is my old man shit. But that's at any age for me. Uh-huh. But um so is this I like was, the ghost of Christmas pet? Like, were you like seeing your future? And- it was just like that. I mean, really, <laughs> I'm like, this is it. This is this is what it'll be. Twenty years from now, I'll still be hanging out, you know, whatever at these bars down the street or unless, whatever. Unless you change your ways, I guess. <laughs> but again, I don't. I don't know who doesn't. Anyway, the point is, I was thinking about the Love Boat episode, which I believe had Ray Bolger, but I'll look it up when I leave. Where it was a legendary one where the Love Boat had a cast of older people and they were acting immature i don't know if you remember this one and julie everybody was getting angry at them because they were acting so immature and then julie had to talk with them and they're like look julie we know we don't have much time left (laughs) and that's why we act that way it was like pathetic the ending and i'm just like oh my god this is happening right now i'm in that love boat episode that i have here in my head this is so embarrassing i can't even stand it but i love that you can remember the love boat episodes (laughs) it's It's about all you can remember yeah i can't well so i was talking to uh the girl from the cars movie donna um you know we you know how i made that cars movie scotty so there's a there's a bunch of huge cars fans online Mm -hmm. and um so i did a little interview with uh this 
very very lovely girl uh, who they, they sought us out and they saw the film and they love our my memo and I film Turbocharge. We found we found them finally. Yeah, <laughs> or they found us. Whatever the it audience takes. for this movie. And they yeah they, we found the audience and they love it. Twenty and years later, it makes us really happy because you know she's talking about scenes that we'd forgotten about and then we're <laughs> laughing and it's funny every time she's like where'd you get the idea for this and when you know when it's coming up in my head I'm like. Where did I get the idea? Oh my god! And every idea I had was from a television show. Right. That like every line I pretty much ripped off. I mean, this is the way I write. Right. This is and not goes, a news here. I know, not for you. Right. But it's like funny. She goes, "Well, where'd you get that idea?" Where, where it's like a where Ben or like, well, I had one thing going this way and one thing going this way, and then I just connect or something like that. And I said, oh, I got that from an old Bosom Buddies episode <laughs> that I remember that where the, he was dating this girl and she was using her tassels and she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I, I got a problem. <laughs> Are we going to do finally the commentary track? Oh, I think thing? we have to. Well, With all I these references? Our, I think our 10 fans will, will <laughs> yeah. need it now. You know, they, um, they seem to be fascinated by the uh, the plan. There should be like a little icon, and you can hit it, and it'll just go to the YouTube link of that clip. <laughs> of the clip of and us discussing No, 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 the clip, oh. the sitcom, like Bosom Bodies, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, that's not People a bad idea. That's, a, that's <laughs> not a bad idea at all. Um, let me uh, just also, uh, since we are here to uh, celebrate the Oscars or make some predictions, and I still say my microphone is off somehow, but I can't figure out how, and it's driving me insane. Um, but I think everybody, you hear me fine, right, without any echo? I hear what you're talking about. You do faintly. hear it. Yeah. I don't know where that's coming from. What am it, I doing Is it not wrong? directly? No, I do this every day. It's coming from somewhere else. I have messed up one of these buttons somehow. All right. Let me just say this. Okay. Before we did the show tonight, and I've seen a lot of the movies. Have you guys seen a lot of the movies? Yes. I, sort Scotty, of. you don't even have to say it. I know you've seen A Star is Born. However, uh, <laughs> we haven't talked about it. I just know Scotty's seen A Star is Born. Did you see it the day it opened or the day after? The Judy Garland version we're talking no, about? No, not the Judy Garland one. The, uh, Which one are you talking about? Oh, well, there's a new one with actually Lady Gaga. Get the hell another out. This sounds fantastic. gay icon. And this super hot Bradley Cooper. I don't I, know if you've heard of him. Bradley. Uh, I did see the movie, and I did not see it immediately. I, I Yeah, I think I, I, I think I waited about You're two weeks. You're growing up. Oh, you waited maybe, two weeks. Yeah. Um, but uh, so anyway, I've seen a lot of these. I get them. I get screeners from SAG. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying this is what happened. So um, so I do see a lot of the movies this year, especially new to doing podcasts. When I got home last night, I decided, you know what I need to see, and it's so readily available, is Roma. Because that is apparently the big favorite to win it all. <laughs> I well, let me tell you. You saw it? Yes, of course I did. That is the worst movie I've ever <laughs> no, seen since The no, Shape of not. Water. You, you what a bag wrong. of shit this is. Wait, are we, the nerve of these people. Are we getting thinking, into it now? Or let's this get a, into it right now. This movie. Did you see it yeah, too? Okay. I know you like this it's amazing. director. It's amazing. You guys are out of your goddamn mind. You mind. watched it wrong. How, how did I watch it wrong? You were looking for too much. You needed to Well, sit. that's true. I mean, I was looking. I'm like, all right, just like the stupid shape of water. I'm like, this piece of shit is going to win Best Picture. I agree. Now there's another piece of shit. I agree Nothing with you. happens. When it ended, I'm like, are you kidding? The Shape of Water was not a great film. I totally agree it with you. It was a fine film if it's not Best Picture of the Year. Right. Just like this one. But Roma is one of the best movies I've seen in a decade. What? It's, it's amazing. It's a, an amazing oh film. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. This movie, from the beginning, I'm like, 
I, 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 I almost fast forward just to the cre- the opening credits. The water going out. I'm like, are you fucking, when is this going to end? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. You guys are out of your goddamn minds. You're out no, of your okay, goddamn minds. So this is minds. what I would tell I people. don't even understand the point of the movie. I don't, okay. When does it even take place on a different planet? It's in Mexico City in the 70s. It's literally my childhood. It's literally the where I grew up. Is, is that true? Yeah. That's what's in the, yeah. Well, yeah. I wish you had told me that before. So <laughs> then I would have been like, oh, You didn't I know it was this. Mexico? I actually had no idea. Are they all Are Mexican? S- but they look so different. Dave, you've got to be kidding Wait, me. That, but the mother was What did not- you think you were watching? This is hilarious. He I, thought it was in Rome. It's called I Roma. I thought she was Cambodian or something. <laughs> the, the Cleo. First of all, who's Roma? How about this? That's the name of the neighborhood yeah, where they live. They yeah. did not make that clear. No, it, well, you, it doesn't it, really matter. Yeah, it, it does really matter. matter to somebody who doesn't watch movies with subtitles. Make it clear. I was okay. waiting. When is Roma coming in? When is Roma going to get here? So okay. wait, what? I'm sorry. What? What country did you think you were in for two hours? I, I really didn't know. I really. The only reason I thought maybe it was Mexico is because I knew the director was Mexican. Did you know they Other were speaking that, Spanish? I, did you get that part? I, you know what? <laughs> Only because I think I heard the word trabajo, which I know is work. So you did not know what language they were speaking. I had no idea what now. they were. Yeah. I, the no, I wasn't positive. Either. I thought maybe it was in Portuguese. <laughs> I have no idea what it was. I didn't know where they were. I didn't know there was an uprise in Mexico in 1971. I, I didn't know. Oh, I was like, where is, what is this? Yeah, yeah, it was a student protest. Well, <laughs> this is what I... I never heard of that before. <laughs> I know, but you that's because you don't know what's going on outside of, you know... Because I'm bubble. a normal American. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on besides my country. If I had spoken to you yesterday and you said you were going to watch Roma, I would have told you, just turn it on and just watch. Don't expect huge amounts of plot. It's just watch this uh, their lives unfold. That's all it is. Well, I but guess it's I, done so beautifully. Whatever you say, <laughs> but um, I think this is the worst movie ever made. I think it's the worst direction. Doing it in black and white, stupid. And what do I got to see? Full male nudity with the guy with the biggest cock I've ever seen in my life. I need to see that as well. That then troubling. I really just was just like, all right. And that girl never takes off her top. This movie stinks. It's horrible. So it would have been better if you had seen her breasts. Well, so if I got to see that guy's cock for like, and it, what was that, for 10 minutes? You should see be that fair guy? is what you're saying. You just want it to be fair. What's his name? Fernan? A penis for a vagina. It was so. a huge penis. Huge. <laughs> and you know how, I mean, I don't know. Do Mexicans have huge penises? Well, but it, it's just, we just, we know black people do. I mean, this is the folklore. Black guys have huge <laughs> cocks. Uh, Jewish, Asian, I thought Spanish just pale in comparison. <laughs> Well, now I don't want to brag, movie, but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, this guy's—it it was huge, and it was just full frontal, huge for like ten minutes while he's doing manly stuff. And I mean, this like, is what turns out to be the biggest douchebag. Oh, right. So this movie, which is going to probably win best picture, <laughs> it can't this is win your best t- picture. Takeaway. It cannot win best picture. There is something wrong with the state of movie making if this wins best picture. It's, this cannot win best picture. It's going and I'm to putting all the money I don't have. With the credit that I have with my bookie on anything else to win, <laughs> I refuse to let people vote for this movie. Well, you're not playing. Then you're not betting smart. I'm you're going not. big on Black Panther. Wow, um, that's for you to go for Black Panther. That's uh. Well, I just think. I mean, if everything has come down to race, <laughs> which it has with the Oscars, oh, we have to make somebody uh, you know nominated because they're black, right? 
If it's come down to this, which it has, which is the only reason maybe Spike Lee is going to win Best Adapted Screenplay because he's black and he's Spike Lee and he's outspoken. And if he doesn't win, he's going to say, (laughs) oh, come on. I'm just saying the way it is. And you know the damn well the way it is. And I can say because I just I'm just taying it the way it is. We all know the way it is. If there's anybody listening, please note that Scott Gorenstein had nothing to do with this. He had nothing to do with this. This is all my shit. The views of this podcast. And I'm just saying, then why? Well, remember how mad I was that Get Out didn't win last year. Right. There you go. That solves all your problems. <laughs> then you can have this Roma win this year. This horrible shape of water. You cannot have two clinkers, clunkers win in a row. Well, first Roma of all, sucks. Roma and the Shape of Water are about as different as two films can be. So, like, I know you don't. You didn't I like two Mexican them. dudes. Well, other than the fact, God that damn two it, Mexican dudes. I, I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't have thought. Like you're convinced that Roma is going to win. I, yeah. I only not because I don't think it's amazing or anything. I just didn't think. Like, it's weird that it's nominated for Best Foreign Film and yeah. Best Picture. That but that's happened unusual. before. Didn't that happen with that Roberto Benini film? Like, oh, that, uh, that like other horrible piece of shit that somehow <laughs> that guy won Best Actor for? I believe it was nominated for Best Foreign and Best Picture, and it won Maybe. Best Foreign. It won so best this foreign. will definitely... This is a hands that We'll go over the list. But this... There's, I'm not betting against this for best foreign language film at all. Well, I'm just saying, if it wins best foreign, it probably won't also win best pictures. Well, that's My what I'm God. counting I on. Can, I can see how you would come to the conclusion. If it's a if yeah. it's a foreign film, it's fine with me. But if you're going to have it win best picture in America, well, you can go take a big duty because it was just <laughs> such... I mean, you're probably right. Maybe I saw it in the wrong... I'm just like, well, let's see what the buzz is all about. Well, that's the problem is, right? Once you hear buzz and then you go... To a movie thinking, well, this is best picture, and you're thinking that it's gonna didn't be like happen Godfather with Get Out. The but, buzz, the buzz, Get Out, Get Out. I'm like, let me see this piece of shit, and then I'm like, oh my god, this is unbelievable. I hate so it. Yeah. You know what, Scotty? We, we talked about this last. You year. hate black people. <laughs> no, we did. We talked about you hated it. I did not. I even turned it off. <gasps> what did What did you not? You know, I hated I Roma, it. and I, I didn't no turn idea. it off. What, what was the big deal about? Right, I right. I just what? couldn't get into get get out at all. How could we be so off base on this when we do enjoy so many of the same things? And you and me, Memo too. I mean, it's just so funny. How could we all be so off base on this? Wait, you hated Get Out? Uh, I did. Did you like Get Out? Yeah, I did. I, oh, okay. I thought it was really good. Gosh, but I mean, good. you know, I mean, so it's weird because that movie is like. On the surface, it's like this horror comedy, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's all this political subtext. Yeah. And so I thought the way he was able to If I could have voted that... for Obama a third time, I would have. <laughs> like, imagine they got a bigot like Jeskow, like, cheering I was on for board. black people. Yeah. So that's how totally amazing Totally cheering. It... That guy was an amazing <laughs> it, it, actor. How subversive I, I even liked was. him in that Black Mirror episode. <laughs> and he's really black. You know, it's not just like he's, you know, half and half. Oh my God. I was all in. <laughs> what year and is this? let alone <laughs> where are we <laughs> i'm from new jersey from the 70s <clears throat> also um you know the director too <clears throat> awesome what is it keenan peel or jordan peel right i think keenan and Cal- jordan peel is the director right? <laughs> yeah 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 <clears throat> Sorry, um, I got so uh, well, so what, what so right so like what how okay how does a movie get nominated for best foreign and best picture I, like what that, are the I rules i i'm always so confused about that because then why wouldn't you nominate all the other hundred amazing films from all over the world that you know, would also deserve. I have a feeling it has something to do with Netflix and the fact that it's readily, readily, readily available on Netflix. That maybe that's the thing. And and here's the thing too: how does a movie that's a Netflix production and on Netflix, how does that qualify? Because well, it got theatrical distribution. Yeah, it did. 
It, I mean, the world is changing. So if the world <laughs> is changing, how is this movie? You have to have your movie play in New York in or a, Los Angeles for at least a week right. prior to December 31. Yeah, well, Turbocharge what, played in Los Angeles oh, just for a day. So I guess we weren't qualified. Which is what they did with Roma. Right. It also came on Amazon on the exact same day. It's on Amazon no, as ne- well? Netflix, Netflix. Netflix yeah, for yeah. Roma. Okay. And we have no idea how much money Roma made because... Good Most point. people watched it on Netflix. Right. In the meantime, here's the perfect movie that we all should have seen in the theater. Right. Because it was so You mean Roma. Yeah. Roma. It's yeah. True. It was gorgeous. It's true. <sighs> yeah. You know that credit scene with the water that you hated? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so beautiful. What a lonely end yeah. It was credits. so incredibly beautifully done. The ending, <laughs> I mean, the ending is just, you know, nothing. I'm not spoiling it. I'm just saying. the end. I'm like, wait. I mean, I'm really one of those movies. Where you're like, that's, that's are you it? fucking kidding? Are you kidding? I, a, I see what you're saying. Sometimes and, movies are just a slice of life, right? And, and, and the, but the, so I like the lead actress because I couldn't decide whether she was hot or not. Like I kept going back and forth. I don't think they showed her enough. And you know, meanwhile, she's in bed with that. Why not show her topless? I mean, I just you know want something for the other. I thought maybe uh, her and her friend were going to kiss at one point. And oh, stuff. right, I, there could have been a big. There's lesbian no reason scene. I wouldn't have thought that after seeing the favorite, which I couldn't even believe is the way that is. These movies are horrible. I didn't see the favorite. Well, there's no to reason to see it. It's stupid. They're all fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I, oh, except it. for Bohemian Rhapsody, which was terrific. Oh, come on. <laughs> it was you... great. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it, baby. Let me just tell you, you we're really making did. an album. Bo- Bohemian it. Rhapsody is a horrible movie that's <sighs> only saved by Rami Malek's <laughs> oh, performance. That's, that's true. Well, that's true. Because as I was talking to Donna yesterday for the cars, I said, you know, because Memo and I have made a movie, you know, with no budget like that. You know, like because <laughs> all movies like that Queen documentary docu dramas of bands right. are exactly the same. Right, they're so formulaic. It's always like, yeah. but nobody will ever listen to that. Right. What, are you crazy? And then the Absolutely. guy, and then the There's guy wants no to leave it. Story. Still, right, right. Yep. You're, you're yep. completely right, and it was him that worked for me. I know I wasn't thinking he about it that way. You're right, but I thought what... I loved that last twenty minutes of just a concert. I thought that was brilliant. Right. Well, that's probably why we'll get like best sound editing or best. Editing oh, absolutely right. But uh, yeah, so I liked, and I. It's much. I didn't. I liked Vice, and I liked the way it works. Uh, it was, but I didn't it was love trying it. Trying to be so cute. I thought it was cute, but I get what you're saying too. Oh. Um, so, well, why don't we just? I, um, I, uh, yeah. I would like to say I do not find 2019 to be a very good year for Academy Awards. Oh, you're movies. so right. There, most yeah. of these people are going to win because there's no one else. We right. have a we have a Richard Dreyfuss goodbye girl like year who my one of my favorite performances, but <laughs> clearly there was no one else that year. Right. You know, it's one of those things where they're either going to give uh, Glenn Close a Lifetime Achievement Award because there's no one else, uh, and you know, there's you know, there's just no one else. There's not. The breakout performance, except right. for this guy Remy Malik, who's really that was an terrific, incredible performance, really terrific, and um, yeah, I'm all on board with that. So yeah, Scotty, you were do you want to get into lead actor because no, we're talking I was going to go uh, from the from the bottom. Oh, okay. up, if that's okay. Oh. Just starting mostly, you know, for my money gambling reasons. <laughs> Um, so I have the lines, the actual lines, which now you can also bet in New Jersey, which I will be doing that next weekend, by the way. This comes out on February 19th, which, of course, is the day of my show. So um, hopefully uh, I will be in a good mood the next week when I see you where we will um, mm. go over the Oscars and my show. And then the week after that, I believe Amy Heckerling is coming on, as far as I know. Wow. So we'll see. Uh, the great director of Clueless and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And after that, we will have Mike Damone with a rebuttal. 
And he was like, listen, I really liked Amy's performance on your podcast. It was unbelievable. You got to, this iced tea is unbelievable. You know, if I ever get that guy, Mike Damone, mm-hmm. I'm totally serving him iced tea, but I'm not going to tell him why. <laughs> How do you like your iced tea? It's really terrific. Can you imagine <laughs> if he said that? It would be like a dream come true. All right. So we start with visual effects. Uh, this is a stupid category, but remember my thing. And I've been, you know, making money on the Oscars for the past three years once my Which says illegal bookie has had odds for them. I seem, to, you know, this is what I'm good at. Um, looking for the underdogs and the value because there's been a lot of surprises lately. It's not like the other years. Yes, and what did, how much money did you make last year? You know, it's not how much money you make. <laughs> uh, it's how <laughs> you mean on the Oscars or yeah. in general because I lose every other <laughs> way. <laughs> I thought you were talking about sports gambling. Uh, what happens? No. Like, people are like, no, on the Oscars. so your bookie comes to collect when you lose. What happens when you win? Huh? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's never gone the other way. <laughs> I've never won before. Well, I, no, we already know the sports thing, but yeah, right. how good are you with the movies? That's the, a good I'm question. excellent. Uh, I've done. I probably win a maybe eight hundred dollars each wow. Oscars. Wow! Because so start with visual effects, okay, let's right? Go. <laughs> if we take the favorite right now is Avengers: Infinity War, right? Uh, now that is you put up a hundred dollars, you win. You you have to put up a thousand dollars to win a hundred. Okay. So I'm not betting that, right? Um, you know, unless I was sure, and nobody's sure. The, what its rival is, First Man, which I haven't even heard of or seen until I looked this up yesterday. Right. First Man is about the man on the moon. It sounds amazing. Where yeah. is that? Where I've never seen that in the it, movies or anything. Yeah. Where do you find that? It got very good reviews, and I just, but people didn't like it. It got good reviews, but the it didn't find an audience. Is it a documentary or is it a made up story of? I mean, is it no, a, it's a regular movie? Story. And it's but the with same, actors. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. It's a, a Damien Chazelle is the director, and Ryan Gosling plays Neil Armstrong. Oh, and that um, didn't get play. Audience, Ryan Gosling, who was nominated for an Oscar two years ago for, for L.A. L.A. La La Land. I, La La Land. Thank I, you. It seems just like his same performance director. didn't seem to match. America's to resonate idea of of the, interesting. I don't know. It just seemed like yeah, you know, because he's such a sort of withdrawn. Kind yeah, of, I mean, they I made heard, a mistake. Just just right, use right. just use the Rock. It's so <laughs> obvious. You can picture him in any role. But I didn't know it was like that great in effects. Is that true? Well, that, that it's like that you're the, underdog. You could yeah. It's it's between Avengers: Infinity War and First Man. If I take First Man, it's yeah. plus six hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, if I mean? if I put up a hundred dollars, I'll win six hundred dollars. So putting up a twenty dollar bet right. can win you like uh, over a hundred dollars. So it's totally worth it, right? You win a hundred twenty because it's really neck and neck, right? Um, so why not? You know, these are the things that I take a choice on. I assume Avengers will win something, um, but I, I I don't know. I mean, they're no, that's good. That's a normal. good guess. Uh, I wouldn't know. I mean, I would have, you know, they all look like they could have possibly. Right. You have Christopher Robin on. I don't think that has a chance. Um, interesting, I guess, you know, but we've seen that before. Right. Ready Player One, which well, I don't know why that wouldn't have a that's chance. That's what I was Spielberg. thinking. Yeah, I was thinking and, Ready uh, Player Star One. Star Wars, yeah. And then, then you have uh, well, Star Wars. Yeah, I'm not sure what the, the line on Ready Player One is. I think it wasn't enough to make a wager right. where like it wasn't in the forerunning of so we're talking purely on the yeah just vegas odds. Odds. just vegas to not win actually money. if yeah. you watch them and think this is amazing well that's why i was well that too we we always go over <laughs> both we have your right. guy's side and my degenerate <laughs> right. gambling side right. right this is the fun i mean this is beautiful this podcast uh, is already listen, brilliant i don't know that i have an opinion as far as who i think might win as far as um 
Right, on this category. Right. Yeah, yeah no, we can just skip by. Okay. Right. But I'm just saying, this podcast is already brilliant because you guys liked Roma. <laughs> so <laughs> this is already working the way I want it to. I mean, this is beautiful. That movie is such a bag of shit. It's, but wait, but Memo, I did not know that. Wait, you, I know you grew up. I knew you were born in Mexico City. Yeah. And I know you moved to Canada after that. But what was the timeline? How long I mean, were you there my, for? I'm a little later because he's older than me. But it's kind of the same vibe. I mean, when I was there, like the movie is 100% a reflection of literally living. And my parents I didn't know that was Mexico that City yeah. at all. So Roma is, like you said, Roma is a neighborhood in Mexico City, and it's oh. sort of like a uh, upper-middle class I was going to say, everybody had servants? Well, that's part of the what's amazing about the story. Like, in Mexico, everybody has servants because they're dirt cheap to have. So, like, most middle-class families have a servant. And it doesn't the, mean and the, anything. And the two parents were doctors and stuff. Yeah, so. I mean, in this case, this family's doing better than your average you know, they're a little bit higher on the middle class scale, but um, but even people with not quite as nice of a house, they would like just a lot of people. We didn't have servants, but like a lot of my relatives did. Well, your grandfather invented the transportation. He, well, system, he had so. a servant for sure. And it was weird. Like when I would go over this house, it was very much like Roma. Like I was one really? of those kids. Yeah, it was weird. I always felt very weird having lived here and then gone back and then growing up there after not being in Mexico. Like the idea of servants always made me feel very uncomfortable, and I've, even today, I've, I've, it's fascinating. I don't. I feel very uncomfortable in my home because there are no servants, <laughs> and I'm always I waiting for someone. She moved to, to like, Mexico, clean yeah. Up, and I'm constantly looking around <laughs> right. to say who's going to like That's you know so make funny. me dinner. They never and, come, and well, I'm we, uncomfortable you know, with that. We, at my grandmother's. <laughs> We had a servant, I think, you know, like, like, well, she was considered a cleaning lady, but we just didn't use the word servant because she was black. But did um, she live at your grandma's house? She did not live there, but she came every morning and left every day and went home back to Harlem. And my, I, I tell the story before, my grandmother would put money in her shoe because she lived in a really bad neighborhood. Uh, but she was really part of the family, except that she was black and that was always... Wait, where did your grandmother live? Brooklyn. Oh, but she used, she made us breakfast and made us dinner and lunch and and cleaned the house. Right, and she was right. there all the time. I think my grandparents had some money. Mm-hmm. It was odd for Brooklyn, but right. maybe not odd. I don't know. And then um, my grandmother loved her so much, you know. Even though she, you know, it was very clear she was black. She's like, well, you know, black people give off an odor. Uh, this is what she say. But she loved her. I mean, you know, I mean, this, this is, is where just... you get all these ideas. Yes, that's <laughs> yeah, what I'm trying yeah. to tell you. <laughs> not just from my grandma. I told you. My grandparents and my father right. were not prejudiced. They just told me facts, just the way Mel Gibson's father tells him, no, see, the Jewish people are idiots. You know, like when, <laughs> when your parents tell you stuff that's matter of fact and not in a racist manner, right. it resonates, right? So my dad, I, I've told this before, when I asked him why there were no black quarterbacks in the NFL, he told me without being using the N-word or anything derogatory, he just said, no, you see, a quarterback is a very intelligent position, <laughs> and uh, that is why but he didn't are, even say black people aren't that smart. He just said it that way. Those that, are racist right, ideas. Yes, right. yes, but that when, is racist. Of course, it's racist. Oh, but okay. I didn't. You don't. If your dad's telling you something matter of factly and not using the n word, he doesn't go like, "Yeah, see, niggas can't figure that shit out." Like, if he talked like that, I would be like, "Oh my god, that's really racist." Right. That probably would have said to me. The hell's the matter with him? It right. probably would have clicked. But if you just say, "No, you, you see, a quarterback <laughs> position, you have to be very intelligent," and uh, well, right. you see what I'm saying? Is yes, yeah, like, I see that you were not intelligent <laughs> enough to figure out right. that that I was a racist. Only, it has to be stated out to me in that other fashion to know. Right, right. Um, it, it's more than that. He, I'll, and I'm totally. This happened the other day. 
One day he met Emmett Smith, who was a legendary running back for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, a legend, living legend. Mm-hmm. And he met him once when he was somewhere, wherever his tri- his brawn girdle salesman travels took him to. <laughs> he met him, and he came up and he goes, oh, God, "I met Emmett Smith. It was um." And and here's where white people are not prejudiced when they meet uh, sports stars. Right. Uh, then Black- I remember when I was in elementary school, these guys from the 49ers, the Taylors, they came from our neighborhood. Brian and Bruce Taylor, and they were, and they came to our school, and we were like so excited. Never even thought for a minute that they were black. You know, we shook his hand, like, "Oh, I'll never wash his hand again." It was so exciting. I didn't even know who the <laughs> hell they were. I just knew they were football players for the, you know, whatever. They weren't even local football players. Didn't matter. They were big, you know, guys that were on television and cool. Um, so the, there wasn't any prejudice. But uh, so my dad says he meets Emmett Smith, and he was, you know, not every male would be excited. But then he goes, and I got to tell you. He was so articulate. He just talks like a regular person. He's just like, hello, very nice to meet you. You know, like, not like, but I particularly like the way, you know, like, I think that's, and I, I mean, this is what he's telling me. And I remember this and I don't think of it as, I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. You're saying he doesn't talk like uh, step and fetch it or something, you know, like, and right. it, it, so, I mean, I am so prejudiced. And was brought up this way, and certainly in Jersey, this is a thing. You know, I mean, if you ever watched The Sopranos, it's just the thing. Um, when uh, uh, two a month ago, when the Cowboys again were in the playoffs and they beat Seattle, there's this guy Ezekiel Elliott, and he's cute as a button, and he's got crazy hair, and he's the best, just like Evan Smith. And I've never seen him talk, but he looks like he's crazy. He's going to be like, yeah, I particularly like the way we beat. I just thought he's going to talk like that. He comes up. And and they're talking to uh, the the quarterback uh, Daz Prescott, and he just comes up. He goes, "Hello," and they're like, "Oh, hi, Ezekiel, great game." He goes, "Thank you." You know, I really think we can go further. This, you know, and I'm like, and I said to myself, I didn't say to anybody. I'm like, boy, he's the most well spoken. <laughs> and there I am, being completely. It didn't occur to me till a day later where I was just like what my dad just did. Right. I just did that. So yes, okay, I am prejudiced. I was brought up that way. I'm trying to fix it. Right, right. But it's it's in bed. Fuck you, Scotty. Like I'm good with gay people. Isn't that good enough? <laughs> Not saying a I mean, word. The fact that, I mean, do you know how difficult it was to be good with gay people too? No. I was, but you know, you don't understand. For, we've been friends for decades. I thought difficult for listen you. <laughs> in the 80s it could have gone a different direction that the funny thing is i was talking about this in the podcast last week with you me and my friend lee Morakis from high school we were at the nets game and it was pride day which i have that towel from it was pride day the goddamn nets game which you couldn't have thought about 30 years no, ago i i find it weird still so we were making <laughs> fun because we've been making fun of just each other being gay for years right and it's funny because these people were giving us looks and we get it but we were in the car after. We're like, you know, it's funny for these asshole millennials to give us looks where we've been good with gay people since the 80s. Like, we've never, ever had a problem. Why were they giving you guys looks? Because we, we were making fun. We were just like, uh, you know, like, and now two gay guys are going to sing the national anthem. Like, oh, here we go. You know, like this. We were, this, this is what we do. We've been ribbing each other for years. You know that Lee from Alan and Lee. Yeah. We call him straight Lee and we call our other friend gay Lee. You know, we mix it up. That's the fun. Oh, I thought... I thought Lee Flourish was gay Lee. No, well, he's straight Lee. Why? And my friend Lee is gay Lee. For because the irony. that's the oh, hilarity. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I see. I mean, that's what we do, but we've never had a problem. Like, I remember, you know, I've always said when AIDS first started and nobody knew how it was caught, I remember we were getting high with Alan, me and my friends from Jersey, who've never, ever had a problem with him being, we knew he was gay, but we never, there was never an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we were smoking a joint one time, when he left, we were like, geez, I don't know. I was a little nervous to take that. We don't 
Nobody knew how it was spread, Scotty. Don't get angry at me now. I know we you're still love Alan. You're telling a story from 2002. From 1980. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck you. Oh, actually, that's very funny. That's very funny. <laughs> Do you remember what Brilliant. year it was? Yeah, 1984 or five. Probably 1985, maybe. Because I think Alan was out by then, maybe. Alan was out by then, yeah. Maybe it was 86. I don't remember. No, it was 85, I think. Right. So, um, yeah. You know, I mean, this is this is what your one-man show should be, right? Because, like, when you do, like, stand-up and whatever, and, like, all the 20-year-olds have no idea what you're talking about. But if you Because I'm talking about Love Boat episodes? Right. But, like, you. If, you, but if you do a show where you're talking about your exactly all this, right? Because it's true. Like, this, there's a new generation that just has no... They can't possibly conceive, right? Right. Like, they hear you talking, they're just like, well, clearly he's an asshole. Like, they can't possibly conceive how one would get that way due to the... I mean, they might know it on paper, but they don't really understand what it's like. Yeah. Um, But I think it would help, like, intergenerational understanding, like, like, oh, this is why it's not so easy to I've been thinking about doing that. It's just, you know, nervous for (laughs) me. No, it'd be ballsy, but but it would be... you know, I have these paralegals at my office, and they just hate when I say anything. And there was uh, an old group that... (laughs) At all. (laughs) Exactly. Pretty much. (laughs) Everything I say is bad, and they just uh, hide their heads. Like, oh, my God. Um, and then it's funny, the old group, when I would tell them stories, they would actually look them up online and they turned out to be true stories about myself. You know, I was just like, yeah, this girl got stabbed and she was there. They called the six degrees of separation slasher and I was sleeping with her and then it was, and they're like, oh, come on. And then they would look it up. They're like, oh no, here's the story. <laughs> so it, it, it's funny if you, right. If you realize it was all true. I mean, I always talk about that one soap episode, uh, where, the guy who played uh, Blossom's father was dating a black girl, and and that was so controversial back in the day that you know and this was in the early eighties and he, or late seventies, yeah. And he was dating this black girl, and he kept looking around to see. I, I'll never forget it. He was looking; they were kissing, and they were in a restaurant. And he just kept looking around, and he's like, "Yeah, we got to be careful." She goes, "The only one that's noticing is you." <laughs> and I remember that, and I was like, "Boy, that's edgy." But now it's just so funny. Even on the Disney Channel, perfectly fine for a black guy and a black a kids black and a white girl to be to start dating i love what you're saying though like and it's actually perfectly fine well, <laughs> you know? it's just in 2000 i don't understand yeah. when you're i this is i mean this is unbelievable and that's why it's funny when i say to people like oh there's no progress we're going backwards i'm like i don't think we are we've had a black president that's pretty damn good i mean in it's, our lifetimes. it's both it's like you take a step forward and a step right right back, that's absolutely know? true but i think you know we should look at it another way as well <laughs> right. all right let's move on <laughs> Unless you guys want to, so that's category one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, all right. Going to be here until the 2020 Oscars. You got a problem start. with that? You got somewhere to go? What do you got a date? That is from uh, the Spy Who Loved Me. <laughs> all my references are from TV's movies. It's great. Uh, when he's they're uh, getting rid of a nuclear um, a bomb, and mm-hmm. uh, he's like, "This is going to take a while." You got a date? <laughs> Hilarious. Um, who would remember that? But Dave just got your pal. Costume design. Now here, I think there's a way to make some money. Tell me what they... The favorite is the favorite. Okay. <laughs> I'm here all week, folks. I don't understand why people don't like my comedy. The favorite is the favorite. <laughs> oh, when was, did I miss the comedy? Yes, you did. Oh, darn it. The movie it. The Favorite. You might have to yeah, explain it again. Oh, that... The Shoot. movie The Favorite I showed up to favorite. hear the comedy. I missed the comedy. <laughs> I love Scotty so much. <laughs> you know, you've been calling me in my shit for 30 years now. <laughs> Um, anyway, the movie The Favorite is The Favorite. It's minus 500. But a lot of people say Black Panther yeah. could pull off. I could. think 
That's plus two seventy five. I think it's this like is where they could be giving Black Panther some love, right? In, in but categories. they've also said there is a very good chance. There's no reason because they love giving film. I mean, if the favorite is there, why not Mary Queen of Scots with a legendary costume designer Alexandra Byrne, who's won before? That's plus two thousand. I mean, you put twenty bucks on that, you're making some good money. It's true. I think Black Panther. I think. Well, then that's perfect because you will win money. You yeah. know, you don't have to put up any money. So why not take a shot on Black Panthers? So these are right. your categories where you can make some money. Makeup and hair. A huge favorite is Vice. 1500 Put up and go 100 wow. Because of his costuming, which is a miracle. But if you bet Mary Queen of Scots, it's plus 500 Right. Border has no chance. Okay. But uh, what, but do you, what did you think? I think it's going to be Vice, Vice because I mean, it's the one people don't even talk about the movie as much as they talk about. Oh my god, he was just like Dick Cheney. Like, yeah, I mean, the makeup was ridiculous. And so I mean, it's like over and over. And, and uh, what's his face being George Bush? I mean, it was right. goddamn good makeup. Right, Sam Rockwell. Right. So like, yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, if that's the number one thing people are talking about the movie, not the plot. I mean, I know people like the movie too, but like, no, this is good stuff. I'm blown away. It, it just seems to me like a no brainer. Like, it's how's it not going to win? I like what you're saying. All right, here we go with the original song. Well, I think we all know this is going to go to Shallow, A Star is Born, Lady Gaga. Uh, right? Absolutely. It's hands down. But let's listen to some of these stupid songs. <laughs> um, because, Wait, can, before yeah. you do, no. can you give me the odds? What, what are they saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, Shallow? it's like you said. Lady Gaga's ridiculous. It's um, Shallow's minus $2,500. you got to put up $2,500 to win $100. Oh, wow. so no one's even doing that. No, they're not yeah. even. I okay. think this is... Uh, are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need more? We all know this song. It's a it's a hit, and is there something else I never have a problem with the best song winning if it's a hit. You know, it's, well, that's it sucks. not often, though. No, it's not. That's the issue. This is so. one of the few times where yeah, a very popular song. Is people would have to be out of their goddamn minds to not bet this. I mean, it's Lady Gaga who will not be getting any love except for this. Except for, this. Right. Except for this. And Bradley Cooper. Sounds amazing. It's, like, it's not even fair that he can do all of this. That he and, directed anything. the way he does. And he looks unbelievable. <laughs> he can grow his hair longer to look cool. I hate him so much. I'm so jealous. He's from Philadelphia. Here comes that whore. Oh, you're from Philly too, right? Yeah, of course. He's from Jenkintown, actually. Which is right outside of Philly. And you're from it's Jewtown, you said? Jenkintown. Uh-huh. And where are you from? North, uh, northeast Philadelphia. And where was my college roommate from? Lower Moreland. No, that's the school they went to. Where is that? It's all Philly. It's all the People are really going to enjoy listening to this song while you try to figure out what neighborhood. <laughs> I don't care about this song. Let's listen to these other songs because this has a, you know, Kendrick Lamar has a, a chance. I would, I, if you're talking about the go for the underdog that could win, yeah, I would go would for Kendrick Lamar. I mean, it's this, this whole soundtrack is like from a hip hop point of view. Oh, this is the song. I wrote this song. You wrote it? <laughs> yeah, right. Why couldn't you? Here it starts like this. That's a William <laughs> joke. Oh, it was. Yeah. Well, because anybody could write a song like this. It better get better. I don't think I've ever heard it. Maybe when it gets into the chorus. I've Let's never move on. I've never Guys, what is... Oh, that's from Black Panther, I see. Yeah, this is from Black Panther. It's called All the Stars. Um, the Grammys are, I think, tonight. So I might bet on this. There's some underdog stuff for this, too, that you could take a chance on. For? For this song. 
oh. to win and the soundtrack. Oh, well, to win. why would you? But you know it's going to go to Shallow. No, no, no. I was talking about the Grammys. There's no way I'm betting an original song right, for okay. anything. How much? That. How much is? Um, what are the odds for the for Kendrick on the, this song? The, uh, this? Uh, I don't know. I didn't write it down. I can check. Because if it was like crazy odds, I would throw in ten bucks. I think it wasn't. Well, it might be. Let's see. Because um, honestly, critically speaking, like the this Kendrick Lamar soundtrack is a big oh, one. Oh, I turned so on the like, airplane mode, so I can't do it. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Oh, I could do it on my computer. Nah, it's not worth it. I'll figure it out later. Um, here's another song uh, from uh, Jennifer Hudson. I'll Fight, it's called. It's from RBG. Now, this song, which is written by Diane Warren, isn't Who's the story that Diane Warren has been nominated... She's never won? And and never won. Oh, I didn't know she never won. She's yeah, she's been nominated like uh, thirty times or something. I mean she made she made half the music in the eighties. Like uh, she wrote everything for Aerosmith and Hart and I don't know, everything. So she's gonna lose again, is that yeah, pretty much gonna lose again? I don't think she has a chance in the world. I didn't know there was a song from the Ruth Gator. RBG. Bader Ginsburg. You could just see the the credits rolling (laughs) right now. Right. And you're getting up. You're so right. Yeah. Yeah, that's not going nowhere. And uh, then there's this one from Mary Poppins. I'll let our audience know this was written by Mark Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman, who. I don't know Scott Whitman. Wrote Hairspray. Oh, both of them? Yeah. I know uh, Shaman wrote the South Park movie, right? Is that him? I think they do most everything together. This is fucking horrible. Oh, this is pretty. This is fucking horrible. <laughs> um, and now, what is this? The Ballad of yeah, the, the Comb Brothers. Comb Which Brothers is movie. what? Netflix, right? It's Netflix, yeah. yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. I can't stand those guys. I don't like any of Let me movies. tell you, buddy. Oh, my God. Is a faster gun. This is horrible. Mama, did you see the ballad? I haven't seen Buster Stroke. It's like, you know, one of the... I keep meaning to. I do love the Coen brothers, but... Um, oh, that's good filmmaking. I, yeah. I didn't see it. But I haven't had a chance. They... So it was, you know, it was like a, it was going to be a series. Was that right? And then it never became a series. And so they took all these short stories and found a way to make it a, a, like an anthology feature. Because it's a bunch of short pieces. So it's kinda, it's a weird movie because it's not, it's really like a bunch of short films. So you've seen it already? No, I haven't actually watched it yet. Um, Ugh, God, I but I think it kind of hurt it in terms of Oscar-wise. So... Okay, right, so, so original we know, score. We know it's that original score. The favorite is. You ready for this? Because this, I'm this. Can is where, I guess? Yeah, guess because this is where I'm going to make money. <laughs> oh gosh, it's going to be two. I I can't make up my mind. It's either Black Klansman or If Beale Street Could Talk. Okay, right? you ready for this? I was. So, I thought it was Black Panther, or Black Klansman. If oh, Beale Street Could Talk is minus one hundred and seventy-five, which is nothing, but that's the favorite. Wow. Okay. But if you click Black Klansman, which apparently has some legendary yeah, guy Terrence on it. Blanchard, he's an amazing. Nobody knows who that is. <laughs> Musician. Oh, he was amazing as Zod in Superman Two. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And then he went to start a music career. Yeah. Well, oh, I, he I, did. Oh, that's Terrence Stamp. Right. Oh, sorry. 
Uh, anyway, Black Klansman, if I pick that one, it's plus $1,500. I would, I And would. if that's the next one in line, well, screw that. You're damn right I'm picking that. So if Beale Street is the favorite? favorite? Not by much, but it's okay. the favorite. Okay. I would go with either Black Panther or Black Klansman. I would I mean, bet on Black Klansman. Something with the word black should work <laughs> uh, pretty good. Production design, again, the favorite's the favorite. Oh, okay. I don't know where to go with that. It's just the favorite by 250. So, again, picking. Uh, this could, yeah. Just going with Black Panther again. You know, you get a little plus money. It's not that much. I don't know if I'll go with that this one. This is where Roma could start, um, t- you know, yeah. taking Produ- some categories. What, what, what production design? They had nothing in that. It's in black and white. There's nothing. <laughs> like they got a house to shoot, and it's ridiculous. All right. Let me just explain to you one thing. Uh, he managed to create recreate Mexico City in the 70s. Wait, that wasn't actually filmed in Mexico City? It was, but oh. it doesn't look that way anymore. Well, how do I know? Well, I'm letting you know. Like <laughs> he's, we're he, telling you. <laughs> like like we just got back from Mexico this morning <laughs> in order to do this ridiculous podcast. <laughs> how dare you. Um it was I mean, it felt like a movie that was shot then and then you were watching it now. Like it did not feel like a period piece. It was so perfectly like he every little detail was you know like my parents who aren't even movie people they were so blown away by how they were like holy shit this is like our like this is our life on a movie they, they could not believe somebody captured really? it. yeah it was amazing how how well but then how then but how is it doing so well here if what you're saying is true and no one else knows that he captured this thing i'm saying like how you know your parents know and well, anybody who's mexican who right lives right knows. i love that nobody knows you, <laughs> because <laughs> you didn't get it nobody but knows who knows, I, I, so who who knows? knows? Mexico. people in film people in film i didn't know yeah. it was based on a like almost true stuff i, I thought don't it was know just how made you up. it's based That's been it's, everywhere it's his and how are those people all mexican how is that family you mean because they're not dark-skinned yeah <laughs> those all look like if, white kids if, i thought they if were if just you go to mexico accents. that like most like a huge percentage of people have i mean look at me i'm not that dark i'm like born that's i'm 100 percent mexican yeah but you and my good. sister looks even you know my mom and my sister are even lighter skinned than i am it was just surprising that's why i got confused that that girl was mexican <laughs> and so was the and family they, you know what they didn't have any of those charro hats like no one was wearing a charo hat, and they didn't so. play my favorite. Boom, chicky, boom, 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 <laughs> yeah. boom, boom. That's my favorite, of course. Um, damn it, memo. Now, you know now that you, I'm saying now that, that you're telling me that this is the way it is. Now I'm rethinking <laughs> the movie. Um, I'm just saying it. It might. I mean, they did a damn good job. Like favorite might win, but Roma's not a bad bet for production design. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Roma. Sound yeah. mixing. There we we have uh, the favorite is A Star Is Born. Okay. Uh, for minus 300, but you have money, uh, plus lots of money on Black Panther and Bohemian Rhapsody, which is really gaining a lot of strength. <laughs> when everything came out, it was a Star is Born, Star is Born. Bohemian Rhapsody, although I can see your face, Scotty, your disapproving face, Bohemian Rhapsody has a really good lock right. in this category, so plus 1,000, you can win some money. I think it's going to win. Okay. I think it picked up steam. Scotty, what is the matter with you? What, what do you want me to do if it picked up Steve? I didn't do it. These are what people are saying now. I haven't said a word. You're, I can see by your expression. I don't have an expression. Oh, you have one. All right. Sound editing, first man is the favorite. Wow. Uh, but if you pick a quiet place, you could, uh, you're plus 300. Um, Those are the two a quiet favorites. place is funny, right? Because there's no... There's not. There's no, I, I was like... not going to that stupid uh, <laughs> film, you know, because I can't stand uh, silent theaters. I, I can't believe anybody would want to see that. So the, the sound editing is pretty easy on that one. You just right? Sort of How like, could they win? I don't know why. <laughs> so I don't know about that one. That's a tough one. Uh, film editing. Now you've heard. That's the thing about the Oscar. You heard they're trying to shorten it. Right. They're not. 
giving like cinematography or film editing, they're not going to put it on TV. Oh. Or something, I think, I or something. And, oh, yeah, they're doing that. And they weren't going to let the people that won Best Actor, Best Actress, or Supporting this year present this year. They were like, no, fuck that. And then people so were like, Alan- what? That's my favorite part. Right. Because you forget who won last year. So then when you see Alice and Janie come up, you're like, oh, right. She won last year. I, right? I'm excited for her to give to, the next to, Oscar. To come out. It's ridiculous. Wait, Why how does that they... shorten it? Yeah, how does that shorten it? I don't no. know what these people are thinking. They got it all backwards, this fucking piece of <laughs> no, shit Oscar. I mean, listen, they, they weren't, you know, substitute. They weren't taking that element out of the show in order to shorten it. They were just going to get rid of. Why you know, that Allison, part? That's the part people uh, like. Because they want to get uh, bigger stars than the if Alice they Janice get, of the uh, world. I see, I see. Oh, that's so rude. It's that's totally rude. Oh, man, that's not oh, right. Oh, I'm pissed about this. You should not be famous pissed. enough. So, well, okay, first of all, I I bet you nobody remembered besides because I just said it. What won last year? You know, you don't remember from right. year to year. We probably all would have forgotten Shape of Water unless I Shape mentioned of water. it. Um, but... I can guarantee we can walk outside and be like, can you tell me what won Best Picture 2018? Oh, no one will know. <laughs> Who won Best Actor and Actress last year? I don't even remember. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I don't know. And I, I rest true. my case. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even have it. I can't even. I'm trying to think through my head right now without looking it up, and I can't think. Oh, Sam Rockwell won Best Supporting. Oh, it was um Three Borders, that woman. Frances oh, McDormand. Well, she's fantastic. Right. She right. But like you said, She's fantastic, and she technically is a big star, but not what you're talking about. So maybe that was one right, of the other reasons. Not if reasons. we can get Jennifer Lopez to come out and give an award. Which is so odd. How is she a big star? How is she anything? She's she a... stinks. She... But she sure is pretty. I mean, she <laughs> definitely is pretty. She looks good. I can't believe we're the same age. It's an embarrassment for me. Um, anyway, really with is. film editing, we are talking You're about... older than she is. Maybe by a year or two. Yeah. Um, thanks, Scotty. You're real pal. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Let me just Wikipedia that. Uh, film editing, there's no favorite. So anything you bet wow. gives you money. You just got to pick the right one. Bohemian, uh, the favorite is right now plus 120. And that's the favorite is the favorite oh. at plus 120. But if you go for Bohemian Rhapsody, you get plus 600. There's no front runner. Nobody knows. Yeah, I don't know. This is like a, for me, this, I, this is like a, Take your pick. I, I don't know how. What do you would. think? I, I guess I'm a little surprised that Roma's not here. Oh, my God. Of course <laughs> it's not there. It's horrible. There's no editing in it. It's just long fade outs. I mean, it's just long shots for a half hour. The guy put the camera in one place and just left it there. Am I lying? Memo. You're, yeah, yeah, there's no lying. editing in that movie. Well, no, you're right in that there's minimum. It's not a big, fancy, like, quick cutting. It's not film. like Memento. But, um... <laughs> But he didn't just place the camera. <laughs> uh, so memo. Yeah. Okay. You yeah, are a editor. professional editor. This is what you, you're. Uh, you know, a good editor. You're a horrible camera person. You just don't you. know how a film works or anything. <laughs> Let's get into that again. Um, um, no, but what's your choice? I, I don't have know. You've seen all these movies. I, well, no, one. a I haven't seen all the movies, but also what um, have you seen? Have you seen any of them? I don't um, think you've seen any. Black Klansman. You uh, saw that? Yeah. Did you like yeah, that? Yeah, I liked it, but I like Spike Lee's films. Oh, so. I've seen yeah. them all except, uh, in film editing uh, other than The Favorite. That's the one I haven't seen. I would say, I mean, you know, like like everyone raves about like the whole Live Aid, Bohemian Rhapsody thing, right? So it's like, 
But that that looks like special effects. I know, but that's what I'm going to say. It's like it's hard for me to know, like the people voting on this. I would actually. How well are they going to be able to see something and really appreciate the editing? Let me tell you something. How much are they going to like the glitch is going to? These people that are in the academy, some of them they know film. Well, some of them. No, he's right. I just became a voter for SAG. Right. I was (laughs) telling him this. And not, I'm not talking about the like for everything. They made me. They're like, you've been chosen to be a voter. Okay. Now I saw none of the stuff, and they had a category of like 200 things. And basically, I was just like, I'm going to start with the A's, you know, like and just go. <laughs> I mean, I guarantee there were people that they're like, I don't know anything about film. I don't know. Vice sounds yeah, good. Yeah, like if you're in the industry, that doesn't necessarily mean you know your craft. I mean, yeah, there's people that know their shit. The I actual think people makers. haven't seen the movies. I think that's an issue. But. I think a lot of people voting have not seen the movies. They just I hear think the that buzz. There's always listen. You're always going to have some folks that didn't see every single movie, but these folks in the academy certainly know film better than the average schmo outside. Sure, I'll yeah, go maybe. with yeah. I mean, I'm yes. sure, a lot of average that's why, are voting, and that's why the Rome why Roma is going to win because it is oh. a great film. Oh my god, <laughs> to filmmakers, right. to people who right. appreciate film, right. Roma is a great film. You know what? I appreciate blockbusters. Black Panther. <laughs> um, now, the film editing... Uh, yeah, we didn't r- choose one. No, no, I'm just saying... Um, I would think, actually, uh, I've seen three of the five. And I would say, actually, Vice, I'm surprised that isn't... Because that I thought that was some excellent editing. Uh, I think the way they told the story mm-hmm. is interesting. And I, I would think, out of the ones that I've seen, I would go... The favorite? How was how that good at film editing? I'm not... Sure, where the film editing was for that. Again, that looks like a point the camera and shoot uh, story. Yeah, Yargos is a weird filmmaker. I mean, I uh, he certainly is. <laughs> ending is I, retarded. It's I. I don't know how. I mean, it was. It's not that it's not. I'm sure it's really well edited, but um, I don't. I don't know what. To say I'm just it. saying. Like, I think made it that like Roma is a point the camera and shoot movie. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I know I'm right about this. Screw you, Scotty, and your looks. Now, foreign language film, I think we're all, we know it's going to be Never Look Away from Germany. I'm kidding. Of course, that's Roma. There's no doubt in anyone's minds that that would be Roma. Am I correct? Well, unless it's like, this is the part I don't get. Like, if if there's Best Picture and, you know, like. They might want to spread the wealth around and give Roma Best Picture. But how do they know what that they're spreading the wealth around when you're voting? But you do that on your own. You right. say, I'm not going to vote for Roma in this category because, I'm gonna uh, because I know I'm picture. going to vote for Best Picture when I get it, get there. So I'm going to go to well, Never the, Look Away. If you take Never Look Away, if you take the Nazis who made this film, uh, you get plus $2,500. <laughs> you take a chance. But I don't know. I'm not voting against Roma. Holocaust movies always yeah, do well. it's true. I don't know if it's a Holocaust movie. I just saw oh. it was done by Germany. So I just assumed it was some Nazis. Exactly. Yeah. You see, because they're always... <laughs> Why wouldn't they? They're, they're always horrible submitting. human beings. Um... I yeah, said it, that and no one else at this podcast. Uh, here's the synopsis. Hate here's the synopsis. <laughs> I hate the Germans. Growing up uh, in I'm not Nazi. Fighting you on that <laughs> one. Okay, thanks. Yeah, it says growing up in Nazi Germany. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, no, it does. Oh, and, oh, and well, then, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, see, what else? Now they're trying to get in on the Holocaust shit. These Germans, they're very crafty. <laughs> very crafty. Very smart. <laughs> they 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 know a good thing when <laughs> yeah, they say they it. They sure do. Um, That's what uh, I would do. Powell Palukowski won. How dare you talk to me like that? He won an award a couple years ago for Ida. He bought, he won mm-hmm. best foreign language for he's the guy that did Cold War and Ida was amazing. Oh, so, oh Cold War. So uh, I don't know what the odds for that is. I but just didn't think I don't know because he already won. They'll be like, 
Well, he already won a couple of years ago, so mm. I, don't I don't know. know. Maybe I would take a small chance on that for something else. Maybe this call or, or never look away. But I really think Roma's gonna. Dave, what did you say about the odds? What what is, for foreign language film? Roma is favored by oh, fifteen hundred. Yeah. Oh, okay. And nothing's even close to it. What's the odds for Roma? Are we jumping ahead of I asked for best picture? Just because like Roma is favored by two hundred only. It's a very close call. Right. Uh, best picture this okay. year. Okay. Uh, for live action short, again, this is where we can make some money. Um, apparently, Marguerite is favored very tiny by one twenty five. Okay, if I, you, I'm going. I would say skin. Skin is plus two thirty. I think that's second. Yeah, I've heard. So I will probably take that. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> if you take Mother, which could possibly have a chance, it's plus twenty five hundred dollars. Wait, Memo, do, do you know this film? Uh, a little bit. He knows I, stuff. That, I mean, the one about skin, you know, it's again what Jessica was saying about like Holocaust films, or maybe you said that always when like it's about it's a short film and it's about like this like really racist boy and they see this black guy in the restaurant in the. Uh, it's like American History X, right? Well, it's, like it's a short film, but it's it bring it totally brings up like like neo Nazi and, and race related. Like it just seems like it's of the moment, you know. I, I haven't seen the film. Neo Nazis just... are so hot these days. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but these are where the money is made. No, these but I, I can things. see. I can see the Academy like voting for that, even if they don't watch it. Like it just. So that's a good. That's yeah. okay. Money to make. Usually, the documentary short subject is um, where you can really clean up because sometimes there's a real forerunner that that, that nobody knows. Uh, documentary short subject of this black sheep for some reason is the favorite, uh, but a lot of people say period end of sentence could win, and that's plus two fifty. So I'll take a little action on that do you know anything about these uh, i don't know anything about documentary short su- su- subjects um so. period end of sentence is about like a a small village in india where they install a machine with ha- the tampons for really yeah yeah because like apparently like they don't have that and a lot of girls drop out when they start menstruating because they just don't have wow the facilities to do anything about it i would love it. to see oh, a movie about period. that that yeah, sounds yeah. fantastic that yeah. actually does sound really <laughs> interesting, sounds really ironically even as much as it's disgusting um because uh, girls with, with their periods are gross well girls are <laughs> icky we should never talk about it right girls so, are icky i was thinking i so i was thinking a night in the garden is okay. that mm, i don't know what, you know what let me just and that's only because it's about um back in world war ii before we became enemies of nazi germany there was a huge rally was in madison square garden what Here? Uh, like a huge pro nazi rally shut up no no and it, that. it, well yeah. that's it documents that whole thing it's just people are like ah, hitler's not that bad and we should be support, i you would know. love to see that so that one to me seems like again like in the garden i didn't yeah. know that was huge. that was in the 30s you said or yeah the 40s? i i've seen pictures Really? Yeah. Like, so there was all these people from New York City who yeah. went to that rally? Yeah. Or, I mean, not That's necessarily, scary. F- you know, from the area. Listen, there's lots of people that hate Jews still right here in New York City. <laughs> what? They could even be what on this talking? block. We're great. Here, wait, I have those odds for the, what were we talking about now? I have Documentary short, short. That short was the one? Subject. No, there was something else we were talking about. What You asked me on other odds on, um, what was it, film editing? Did you ask me, or was it foreign language? I, I don't. I mean, oh, it was we, foreign language of Cold War. No, there was something we were just talking about. And you asked me, and now I have the odds. He, Memo was asking you what the odds were for Roma to win Best Picture, right? Because no, 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 we were I know comparing that. No, that but we were to... talking about something else. About oh. you asked me something else. I didn't have the odds. I said I'll have to check, and oh. I don't remember what it was. But uh, foreign language film. Uh, the, oh no, not foreign language. What was it? Live documentary. Documentary, documentary short, short subject. subject. Uh, Are you calling your bookie right now? No, I'm looking up on his site. Oh. Um, <laughs> documentary short. Uh, Night at the Garden is plus $2,500. Wow. 
I don't so know. That's a pretty good deal. I feel like it was. I would love to see that. Yeah, it seems really interesting. Can we uh, move on to documentary feature? Because I'm excited about this yeah. category. Oh. Well, we can, but is anything <laughs> beating RBG? Oh, yes. Free Solo. It's fantastic. It's, there's a toss up between. Have uh, you seen it? Did you move your microphone closer? I guess maybe. What are you doing? <laughs> Well, you don't you don't appreciate consistency. <laughs> no, it's okay. Just gonna let me know. Did you guys see this movie? Um, no, but I know. I know. I've heard it's just breathtakingly. I saw it. I saw it, and um, there's no way anything beats RBG IMAX? in this day and age. No way. Oh, Free Solo will. You think is it because you think it's a better film, or just because your sense of what the Academy is voting? You're, um, you're not thinking with your I head. I did see RBG. That was the one that aired. Ended up airing on CNN, right? Did it air on CNN? I don't know. Yeah, it did. did. That's a great movie. RBG is a great movie, but Free Solo is just... No, pull it away a little bit. It's a tiny bit, yeah. Free Solo is... is Well, not that far. (laughs) Sorry. Am I okay? Yeah, yeah. It's breathtaking. It's absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you have to see this movie. You you guys know what it's about, right? Yeah. I know. I mean, since it came out, people have been telling me it's like like an exhilarating... And this is about it's gorgeous. This is about Han Solo. Yeah, when he's when he's trapped, you know, when he was younger, right in the carbonite. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's fantastic. Well, that sounds like this little girl goes free Solo. (laughs) Um, There's no way anything's beating RBG in this day and age. I'm sorry, I cannot wait until Free Solo wins. I text you. (laughs) No, I kind of agree with you. I mean, it's sort of like you know, like um, I couldn't care either way. I'm just telling you the facts. Fahrenheit. Remember, this is about you know when Fahrenheit. Uh, nine eleven. Oh right, won right. everything, and right. I was like, "That's not Michael even a Moore? very good documentary." And I like matter. it. Does it? was just like RBG is a sign of the time. No, but that's what it's I mean. It's like empowering movie. It's this like, woman is a she needs to be. I mean, it's true that Hollywood loves to make these like sort of quote unquote subtle political statements when, when like Trump is destroying America, right? So this feels to me like there's no way it loses. Where no they would, way can I get what the, too many celebrities behind it? Can I get yeah. the odds here? Yeah, it's favored by 170. It's not that much. Uh, and Free Solo is plus 120. You don't make any money. Um, but I tell you something. I would put money on RBG even putting up that money. Right. Because uh, I think it's... Uh, so Free Solo has better odds to win. Yes. But it's not worth it. RBG is going to win. It's a fact. As you're saying, Vegas thinks Free Solo is going to win. No, no, no. Vegas thinks RBG is going to win, oh, but not oh, by oh. very much. Right. Right. Free Solo, you, you just win 20 bucks for putting up 100 bucks. Uh, right. I right. think anybody it. going it's, to see it's this in movie, you have place. to give to Free Solo. It's in second place. Okay. But, right. um, well. No, I hear what you're saying from a cinematic point of view. <sighs> yeah. It's, it's, I wish you would. You, you would love it. I, you would I love it. I'm sure we would. We're just saying what's going to win. You right. know how like they always put I the categories, think, what will win, what right, should win? Right, I know, so I there, get it. I'm your, going sh- should win. He's should, putting it all Should down. win, yeah. right, right. Absolutely. That's no problem. But we all agree that RBG in this day and, and age I will think, win. I, I don't know. I'm still going to I'm going to go with going to win, too. All right. All right. All yeah, right. Because um, I will mock you. <laughs> I'll mock end of you. Time if, uh, I'll mock be like, you. Scotty will never be on this podcast again. He doesn't know what's going on uh, in the this, world. He lives in his little home in Jersey City and doesn't leave. And oh. clearly, it doesn't have any interaction with people. I went to see uh, Free Solo. 
That's true. How did you go? Where's that even play? It was playing at Forty Second and Eighth. You know, one of those. Are you crazy? Theaters. Those theaters are so dangerous. I, I risked, <laughs> am I thinking I of the eighties again? I risked my life to go see it on on IMAX on this big Wait, screen. Oh, you went to the IMAX? Yes, wow, that's it's a big insane. deal. Why is that an IMAX? Why is free? What is free solo? Because he's climbing a goddamn mountain. You want to see the thing? They couldn't fit it on. Wait, a little what is it? It's he about climbed. a guy he, climbing he a stupid mountain. Know what it is. But no, he climbed. No he's like he'll climb like anything. I either it's either about Hansel or it's about Free Willy. No, I don't know which one. He's a Who? climber. This, and this Han, Solo. Han Solo, yeah. Han Solo's a mountain climber. Yeah. <laughs> no, this, his name is Alex. I don't know his last name. And he's the oh, world's greatest pretty... free solo climber. He climbs, oh, He's a rock so... climber. Oh, that sounds kind of great to watch. But there's no way that wins. No, Now that you tell me what it's about, there's no way that trumps oh, RBG. Uh, if RBG wasn't in the running, I would think it would right, right, win right, everything. Right. But sure. I don't think a documentary feature can win about a guy climbing a mountain these days. I think they got to have something with, here's the story. Oh, this is such But that sounds like it's filmed. That's ama- that sounds it's great. amazing. He, oh, I would like to see that. He climbs the sides of rocks I love that on kind of his stuff. own with no... Oh, was he on 60 Minutes? Yeah. I think I saw that guy. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Yeah. I do like that kind of stuff. And, and it's crazy. It's absolutely and it's, crazy And it's totally to worthy of like an hour and a half feature? Totally. Because he does this humongous... Um, Mountain, well, I who's suppose. filming him? We should get that, a documentary about that guy. There's a story about these guys <laughs> filming it and how they feel maybe we shouldn't be doing this because we're encouraging this guy's crazy behavior. Well, where are they filming from? Are they climbing too? It's all they're filming from the Millennium s- Falcon. They're like floating right <laughs> well, next. Well, maybe are no, they filming they're from perched, a helicopter? Uh, I don't know if there's a helicopter. Probably not. Because then be it dangerous. seems like these guys are also got to hold equipment and they're doing it. Well, so they're I, better than they're this guy. Far away. I mean, I've seen a few documentaries like that that have not i think this one's gotten the biggest deal but like and and a lot of times those climbers actually film themselves they have like these like that seems like a better crazy go oh and you're saying this guy, this guy no nets no uh r- climbing rope he, he just used nothing. those crazy shoes those his, weird ballet yes. slippers and the hands wow and chalk yeah a lot yeah. of chalk holy shit how long does it take him to do did you do one mountain or did he you do a couple did a huge mountain in Yosemite, and it was just under four hours. And he started like six o'clock. And that's in the what morning. the whole movie is about in the Yosemite. Whole thing, yeah. Oh, so nowhere like really cool. He just does it in the United States. That's gay. <laughs> no, he goes all over the world, but this particular movie. So nothing with snow or anything like that. Oh, that's what you want but to how see. How do you do it in snow? Well, there's the rub, Scotty. I mean, that's a show. I mean, that's a show. And, and when does Chewbacca appear in the movie? <laughs> Let's move on. Meanwhile, if Chewbacca appeared in the I movie, really this would be an amazing I, movie. If I want you guys top. to watch the I, I do want to see it. It's, I'm very Chewy, much I'm coming it. to the top. Uh, right. Cinematography. This is an easy one. <laughs> I hope it's not. I mean, this guy. This is going. Wait, how does he win? Because he shot the, it. He shot it. He. Wow. It, it's all his movie. And I think he's going okay, to Okay, so folks, if you don't away. know, the actual director, Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah, Cuaron. Uh, as also nominated for Best Director, right? <laughs> yes. Of the goddamn he might, and Roma. he's going to win that too. He also was the cinematographer. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's no going to walk out with three so, statues. That's, no wonder he just did the point and shoot method. Um, I know that's pissing you off. Because he was pissing. Yeah. Dave, he's going to walk uh, it's out with three statues. It's uh, $2,500. You're probably right. There's no way he loses. Yeah. That's a very fascinating. So wait a minute. <laughs> if they're talking about giving this guy, yeah. which I don't think has ever been done, where the director and cinematographer has been nominated for the same thing. Same has movie. that ever happened? Yeah. And they're going to do this off television? <laughs> they're, they're giving this during a commercial break? 
Wait, what do you mean off television? This is what I oh, is heard. This one of the categories oh, oh. that they're to not to keep gonna... it short. They're not doing cinematography. They are giving the goddamn cinematography award during a commercial break. Wait, what about all for like this the... guy who might just make this unbelievable historical <laughs> moment? So we're celebrating film, but we're not showing cinematography. Right. On Jesus the Christ! They gotta fix that. It's an embarrassment. You know what? You show off stage. All the other shit we've mentioned up until now. Well, I was going to ask, are those on, like, all the short docs and short narrative? I think they are. That's weird. That's stupid, right? But- That's I've always said, let the people talk who win Best Actor and Actress and Director. These are the people you want to see talk. <laughs> right. Don't play them off. Right. You play off the guy who just won Documentary Short. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck the costume people. No one cares. Right, but Documentary Short comes early in the show, and they think they have all the time exactly. in the world. They never end up playing that guy it off. It seems like the most easiest fix in the Very whole world. Odd. You want to do stuff off camera and show it later, do it with these. Not cinematography when this guy's about to do this amazing feat. Wow. I had no idea he was also the cinematographer. Yeah. That's something else. Well, you, listen, he must have saved how would fortune. you know? You know nothing about Roma. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Again, I was waiting for that character to show up. You didn't even know that Roma was in Mexico. I, ha- I mean, talk no, about that. Not only didn't I know it was in Mexico, I thought it was a major character I was waiting to appear in the Where's show. Roma? Where's Roma? Yeah. <laughs> Where's you think Roma? I'm kidding That's about that? I, and I, I was like, I see this Cleo character, and she, I see she's on the, the, the poster, but where's Roma? <laughs> Is that her mother? Is that the name of the wife? Or Right. Meanwhile, I can't believe those kids were Mexican. They just look completely white. And I thought they were like, wow, they got these kids to learn how to speak Spanish. I swear to God, this is, I know, now Scotty's <laughs> making hilarious. that face, which I just well-deserving, by the way, because I'm a genuine idiot. I get that. Original screenplay. Okay, let's This take is a, a very close call. Yeah. Uh, what you got? Right now we have, again, the favorite as the favorite, but very light. It's really just odds. You put up 100, you win 100. Uh, so the favorite that I saw that, and it's stupid. Um, first Reformed yeah. is getting a lot of play yeah. for oh, some reason. It's Paul Schrader. It's Paul, Paul Schrader. So what else has he done? Taxi Driver? Is that good? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I didn't know he was still alive. He's been writing and making films forever, and, yeah. he, and he doesn't Did really. Did he win for Taxi Driver? Do you know? Oh, I don't know if he actually won. All right, so... But he... Yeah, I mean, I would think this is like the film that they sort of... So right now, he's plus 475, so that's a good deal. And the other one that's closest is Green Book, which Uh, could completely win at plus 250, right? I guess. It's a beautiful screenplay. Did you you see the movie? Yeah. Did you like it? It was good. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, is there any way Vice could win? I mean, no, right? I mean, it's like... Because that's plus 2,000, which would be nice. But I, I would go with... Put some money in first reformed. I I, um, I, I don't see how the I, I favorite wins. Why, why would the favorite win? It sucks. I'll tell you why it might win because the, the favorite, favorite. Yeah, because the favorite got so many it's other categories. Win it's it's going to win something. Where first reformed the never even heard of it. Uh, it's a good movie. You would like it. Oh, you um, say. No, you would, but I don't see they haven't given that movie any love anywhere right. else. That's true. So and that's the way it works. So you're maybe saying, yeah. you're saying the people that vote just have no idea what that is, and they gotta. But Paul Schrader is like one of the most respected and and loved and known. Apparently, the Academy doesn't seem to care. Yeah, but they're not behind the movie. Though. Right? No, 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 they're not. But don't you think, like, you know, that's he's. I, let's say, like, if he had, didn't win for Taxi Driver, let's say he's never won an Oscar, right? Then you gotta. I feel like this, this is what they do. Yeah, do. this would be the one where they're like. Lifetime achievement, right? But the movie itself doesn't have any momentum, right. which is not going to. Help no, I don't even help know where him. you see it. I've never heard of it in my life. It's with uh, Ethan Hawke. He plays a pre- uh, priest in upstate New York. Oh, it's one of those kind. Of, oh, so it's like a spotlight kind of thing going on or something. No, it's not like um, a molestation movie or something. 
No, it has nothing to do with molesting. Oh, because then you have a, a play because people, you know, that's a big topic too. And Right. You know, no, this like is much that, more so. original. Oh. Much more. Uh, because, you know, they have the exact opposite with the adapted screenplay. I don't oh. think Spike Lee doesn't win because they want to give him something because they're afraid of him. Um, you could be right. And they have given Spike Lee an adapted screenplay in the past, haven't they? I don't know. Did he win for Malcolm right X thing? would be it. Right. Did he win for Malcolm X? I don't know, but you know they're afraid well, he of him. Has, they're afraid he's going to he start. He has won in the past. Has he? What did he win for? I agree. I think that if it was adapted, right. it would have to be Malcolm X because most of the stuff is original. Is original, like right, right. Yeah. do the right thing was original and stuff. Right? Yeah, did he win for that? Uh, no, he was. The he movie was, did not. He win. was robbed. robbed. The movie wasn't even nominated. No, it wasn't no, even nominated. The movie wasn't nominated. Is that I crazy? remember Kim Basinger came out and started complaining. That was ridiculous. <laughs> and she got applause. She's an idiot. Well, Comes she, from upbringing. But she was right. Parents yeah, are idiots right. too. That but great. she was right. She was wrong. In fact, that, that movie, movie has was a scene, dumb. That scene has. Wait, 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 wait. Do the right thing was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> there's a movie whatever. that there's oh a scene God. in that movie that's literally like the scene you just told us about your dad. Yeah. Where like Totoro is like, Danny Aiello yeah. and... he, you know, he can't admit that he, that black people have any talent. They don't deserve a place on the wall of the pizza shop. And then Spike starts like, "Hey, what? Like all your favorite like." Like you know, you love Mike. Who's your favorite sports guy? He's like Michael Jordan. He's like, who's your favorite musicians? Like Prince. He's like, they're black. He's like, ah, and he's trying to like rationalize. Oh, he's like, but they're they're black, but they're not. They're like they're like more than black. No, you I know? remember like, I, I enjoyed that. It's brilliant movie too. It's, it's and brilliant. I told you he called me to audition for one of his films um, back in the nineties. I think it was Mo Better Blues. Spike um, did. Yeah, because I sent my resume, and of course, you know, they're like, we need a Jewish guy. And I'll never forget, I got the call, like, and they was just like, Spike wants to see you. And I'm like, who the hell is this? They called my house. You know, I didn't have a manager. I just sent them my resume. Yeah. They called my, Spike wants to see you. The f- what are you who is this? I mean, it's just like, they just say Spike. And it was exciting, but um, I didn't get it. Did Dwayne you go it. meet him? But my girlfriend at the time got a big part in Girl 6. Oh, who was she? Her name was Dina Perlman. Wasn't Girl 6 before Do the Right Thing? No, it was that. That was after. way after, yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Um... So it's funny. You could be as prejudiced as you want to be. What did you say? Dina Perlman. If you you could be as prejudiced as you want to be, but you know it's funny when you know they get the call. I'm like, oh my god, I love Spike Lee, (laughs) (laughs) and I don't have any. I think he's funny anyway. I mean, I I like his commercials, (laughs) and I did like do the right thing. I liked the style. I thought it was interesting, but I cannot deny it also scared me too because I'm (laughs) you know I was very nervous in the '80s about black people, right? And and they're uprising. I mean, I, look, I, it, it is what it is. I'm, I'm trying to work on this. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, well, you guys can all be full of yourself. But let me tell you something. <laughs> so we're all in agreement Black Klansman will win adopted screenplay, or uh, are we not in agreement? Yeah, I mean. I'm not taking a chance on anything. There's no way Bradley Cooper beats Spike Lee, right? Because then everyone will hear about that for the next 30 years. <laughs> I mean, up, unless it's Beale Street. Right, I mean, Beale Street, Barry Jenkins could be the only one because right. he's. Otherwise, they they know. And if the Cohen brothers win, forget because no, that's what happened to him. That's exactly what happened. He lost to the Cohen brothers at con. Oh, he lost to um, yes. Sex Lies and Videotape. No, 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 no. He lost to Barton, Barton Fink? Fink. That's right. I I'll never Sex forget. Lies? No, I took no Sex Lies and Videotape. One that was another year. Oh, yeah. he okay. lost to Barton Fink. One of his movies lost to Barton Fink. And boy, was he lost to a couple of Jewish guys, and which I didn't even know they were Jewish because they spell their name funny. But I just found out recently that they are. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my God, was he furious! I remember this now. It is all coming back. You yeah. didn't know that Joel Cohen, Cohen and Ethan Cohen were Jewish. I did not. I assumed, but they spelt their name funny. So I was like, let me. I'm not going to assume they're Jewish. I've okay. never seen what they look like. So 
I guess if I did, of maybe they have. would. So you he was furious. I don't remember what the movie. What was it? No, it was Sex Lies and Videotape. Yeah. No, no, no. It no, was no. a con. Yeah. Yeah. No. I just looked oh, it up. No, no. Wait, he lost to Barton Fink. No, I'm he positive. lost. No, but I think Barton Fink was in '91. Th- and yeah, Do the Right Thing is '89. No, no, no. I wasn't talking about Do the Right Thing. Oh, he lost, oh. I know he lost to Sex Life and Video Tape in '89. Oh. I don't think he was yeah, angry yeah, yeah. that he lost to Steven Soderbergh. No, uh, he was because what happened was in '89 at Con, um, it was like Sex Life and Video Tape and Do the Right Thing were the two big ones. Right, and he was, you know, he was sure every like Do the Right Thing was so much buzz and whatever, and then. What happened was, and I actually agree with him, like Vim Vendors was the head of the con jury that year, and they it went to Soderbergh, and then when he, um, they were like, everybody was like, how, how, like, why? James, James Spader, and, my and, idol, <laughs> one best actor. It's a great movie, but what, but people were like, how, how, that doesn't make sense, and he was like, trouble, so the, he said that the, um, the, the, the judges from con like couldn't give a movie to. A film that, like Mookie's, uh, when he throws the trash can through the window, yeah, because it was like a morally ambiguous. It was like rewarding violence, and he was like, "We can't yeah. justify that by was, giving it a movie." I was like, and everybody was like, "That's bullshit." Right and so that's when he was like, "We was robbed." I was like, his big famous quote, which I think is right because it was like, "No, that's a dumb Sex reason." Video tape is like amazing, and it holds up to this day. <laughs> it does. It does. It's a great film. Anyway, that's the story behind that. What I didn't was know the about the first time the... you saw a penis. That's a little line from Sex Life. You're welcome, everybody. Um, Wait a second. Look up the Barton Fink con, and he I think he was robbed again. I'm positive that he had something going up. Whatever it was, his next film against Barton Fink. Yeah, I mean, you might be right. Um, I remember Lauren saying, like, I was like, why do you think Spike Lee's so mad? He's like, are you kidding? He just lost to a couple of Jewish guys. Of course he's angry. His depiction of Jews, you know, by the way, in Mo Better Blues, is ridiculous. of course he wanted me to be. Oh, Jungle it. Fever. There it is. Jungle right. Fever lost out to Barton Fink, and he was furious. Was he? Furious. That's uh, that's because that's two in a row. He's like, well, now they got to give it to me, right? Right. But I mean, I, I he's got a better argument with do the. Right oh, he's thing. got a better argument, but you can see where he'd be angry, and listen, right. I'd be angry too. And I'd say, and he hates Jews. I'll remind everybody fault. that Spike Lee was given a lifetime achievement award a couple of years ago by the Academy. Really? Yeah. So he actually does have. An oh, Oscar. I didn't know that. When really Within for just the past lifetime, five years? What? He hasn't done anything in ten years. Spike he Lee? hasn't stopped. He's like he's the only other guy other than Woody Allen that cranks out movies right and left. What he makes movies like almost every year. He's it's literally him and Woody Allen. I thought he stopped making movies. I haven't has, seen a movie of his in ten years. Well, they're not. That's because you don't go to see any <laughs> movies done by black people. I <laughs> saw so Get Out. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say. And that. I saw Black Panther. Oh, maybe that wasn't directed by a black guy. <laughs> of course it was. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. Oh, there you go, Scotty. <laughs> screw you. <laughs> And I enjoyed both of those movies because they were very polite young black people. Oh, my God. And I think that's wonderful. You know nothing about films. (laughs) And some of his best friends are black. (laughs) Who? No, they're not. I don't have any black. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're uh, doing it again. Well, I like Sherrod. (laughs) He's your token black. Thank God we had him in turbocharged. Oh, my God. (laughs) At least we had one black person. (laughs) Um, Okay. So uh, animated short. They have a Pixar film, which is kicking ass, called bio yeah that's minus 800 i'm probably there's no way pixar loses anything right and the closest thing is this weekend's maybe a plus 350 pixar always wins don't they uh I so. yeah i mean the only thing that i thought i i didn't see these i just kind of looked at it. it was one small step is about a little girl that dreams of being an astronaut and then she grows up and she's an astronaut i thought oh that seems oh, like an I've academy heard about that. what is the uh, that seems like an academy uh, type of film right there 
So. Well, if you were to bet that, you would win plus fifteen hundred dollars. So yeah. it's pretty good. Not a but bad bet. Bayo's very, very yeah, due to win in, yeah. in, in the sense of the odds. You know, right. these guys take it pretty serious. Animated feature, I believe, across the board is Spider Man into the Spider Verse. There's would no go way that apparently, I mean, everybody's told me it's not only kicking ass at the box office. Not only is it kicking ass at the box office, where it's like number five for the year of 2018 <laughs> when it only came out a month before that. So, yeah, made oh my God. But uh, people say it's fantastic. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. I, I don't understand it. Um, I like those kind of movies, but right. I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I I'm surprised. I, I haven't seen it. I've also... And if it did wasn't that, it, I really... I did. And if, did you like it? I don't like any of this, that kind of yeah, stuff. I'm surprised you saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why would you go to you see know, that? You know, I did it because I, I had... um. I did a screening for a couple of ac- a couple of actors of mine that were in New York recently, and I thought that'll be like a well, you fun mean activity. your actors you're handling? Yeah, one of the, my shows. I do I do PR for this TV show called Champagne Ill, which is with Adam Paley and Sam Richardson, and they were both in town. I don't remember why I did this. Oh, it's a Sony movie, and Sony um, was trying to get us to. You're all over the place. Did this really happen? Yeah, it did. It did. It did. <laughs> uh, they were trying to get us, as in you know, this the TV studio, to uh, get some folks to see their movie and tweet about it. Sure. They were, what they TV were doing, show is this? That it's you called have? Champagne but Ill. Where does it, airs it air? On YouTube. It's a YouTube series with Adam Paley and Sam Richardson. So I did a screening for Sam and Adam at the Sony screening room, and uh, Adam brought his kids. And what, yeah. what, what happened to that kid that, that does the Judy Garland stuff? Or what's he up to? Uh, Seth Sykes. Yeah. Hi, Seth. Um, he <laughs> he's well, listening. <laughs> I hope so. No, he's not listening. Um, he doesn't sing enough. Oh, I wish he would. What about that horrible other French lady that used to handle? I can't stand her. <laughs> oh, you can't, you can't. I, I'm not going to say. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now we go to. I just uh, I just want to add that Mirai is fucking amazing. It's a brilliant film. Oh, that's it's the not going to win, feature? but it's amazing. You it's a beautiful. It? I saw it yesterday. It's incredible. Did you take your daughter to see I it? I did. Too? It's uh, amazing. Wait, hold on a second. What did you? Lawrence just told me you took your daughter to who I love out yeah. of all the kids that I know. Your kid is the best to see two thousand and one a space odyssey. Yeah, we went last year. Yeah, yeah. It was Lawrence it, it, just told me that. Yeah, that's they, unbelievable. they had a seventy. And you said she had a whole bunch of questions. Yeah, she really liked, and liked she it. sat through it and never fell asleep. And, I was shocked, but I was like, well, let's see how this and you, goes. You're such a good father. She's eight. You explained yeah. this to me before. Look, here's the here's what we're doing. Are you sure you're in? And yeah, yeah. We watched the trailer, and I was like, okay, this monkey scene is kind of weird, and like you know. But I kind of explained this is like actually humans before they evolved. And she's like, oh, okay, that seems interesting. So we went, and she was just like glued. Wow. You know that whole final scene, and and he's here, and then he's old, sure and then he's do. young, it's and she's just like, for me, kids love Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're watching Clockwork Orange next week. Um, it yeah, was, but she I think your it, kid can she, handle it, though. You know. She well, she couldn't. No, she actually is very sensitive to like scary things. Oh, you said so, that she was scared about something. Odd. Muppets most wanted. Oh, that's right. the, <laughs> the Russian Kermit freaked the shit out of her <laughs> because he had that she mustache. She completely sat through two thousand one in a clockwork <laughs> orange, but the Kermit but a Russian with a mustache. Muppet. Yeah, 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 it really scared. That's her. problematic. Um, no, but um, yeah, she. I mean, she was fascinated. That's amazing. It was though. great. It was really fun. You know what's funny? Super fun. Lawrence's parents did that to him when it first came out. Oh, yeah, he was telling me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, look how it shaped him. He's very bright and intelligent (laughs) and uh, good for you. It was good. You know, I 
my sister would never do that to her stupid kids, ever. They would never be intelligent enough to sit through something like that, nor would my sister or my brother-in-law. So I am just so... Are you not impressed by that? Scotty, I, a, no, it's, that's good that's parenting. That's such a good it parenting. Just, it's good He's parenting. a very good parent. His daughter is... Wonderful, and it's so funny. You know, the Maracas kids are <laughs> oh, so horrible. Everybody's gonna hate me after and this. And it's just like the difference when it, when you see the imagination that his kids has, opposed to the spoiledness of what these kids do, where they Lee, trace I'm... objects, and 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 Memo's kid creates objects. You can see the difference in parenting. Lee is an amazing. Lee and Laura are great parents. They're Come actually on. not very good parents. <laughs> they're uh, really they're delightful people. I don't delightful know that you can people. teach creativity. You can encourage you can it. If, but you can encourage it, yeah, which know. Memo does, and I don't think the those other two do. I, You know I love those, Lee and Laura, <laughs> yeah, they're but they're great. horrible parents. I've watched <laughs> their parenting. Scotty, I'm going to write a book called Parenting. Parenting <laughs> As seen through the eyes by a single man, or let's just say single men. Right. We are that the best. Like a scary book. We Would are you... the best judges, as creepy as it Absolutely. sounds scary, of parenting. Absolutely. Because you we want to know... co-author this book? Damn, yeah, I'm in. I should actually <laughs> go right. through and ask, like, what do you think of parent people parenting? I mean, we've seen parents who are hard, like Lean Lord. I've seen them, their kids do bad, and they're, they're not doing anything. And when the person's there that doesn't have any kids, you're just getting fed up, like, teach your kids a fucking lesson. Right. I've seen Memo do both. I've seen my sister do both. I, I get uh, very uh, glad for her when she says, why would you do that? You know, like when she's saying something to them, which makes me, I'm like, thank you for pointing that out. That was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I see Michelle downstairs, her yeah, stupid a, kid, the way she, are you kidding? You haven't like seen really... her with the kid. You're wrong. <laughs> okay. She lets that kid get away with anything because she's afraid because she's divorced. That's right, different. Right. So she's afraid of the kid. We're all afraid of that kid. <laughs> now, meanwhile, I hated this kid when she was 12, right? So now she's 17 and she wants my help getting into USC because I know Larry Moss <laughs> and I had her listen to the podcast and I said, maybe I'll help you, but you are an asshole. And just let's be aware that you now are coming. Oh, now maybe you can help, but you have been a snob and a half since I've met you. You said that to her? Since I met you, since she was born. Well, I've met her since she was about 10 or so Uh, or 8. I don't know. Yeah. I I I probably known her for about 10 years. It it fills me with such joy knowing that you told a 17-year-old girl that she's an asshole. Well, (laughs) understand that, and I talk about this all the time. I treat everyone of every age exactly the same. That's true. From 8 to 80, they get treated similar, which is why I think kids really like me. Right. Because I do not talk down to them. I treat them as I would anyone else right here in this room, (laughs) as you know. This is true. I never go like... Oh my god, I'm so happy for you. I'm not happy for you. I would you. never do that to uh Yeah, exactly. I'm like, kid, you're really bothering me. Just relax, yeah. you know. <laughs> get get yeah. out of the way. I mean, it's I mean, that's why I think that's why Neil Brennan liked me so much when we met this is Kevin's brother who um, you know, did the Chappelle show. I met him when he was like eleven or twelve, and he was just like and he says it online. You could look it up. Dave he said it on Mark Maron's podcast. Said, Dave Jessica was the funniest guy I ever met because I was like, kid, let me explain to you the way it is in the real because he understood I was joking. He got it. And he understood that it was treating him like just not being like, Oh, so what do you go to school? Right. You know, kids, they, they want to be you remember when you were twelve. Right. You just didn't want to be called a kid. Right. And you wanted to be like, Why do they keep calling me kids and children? Right. Let the children play in the car. Like, I'm twelve, damn right. it. Right. You know, I mean, I think I just remember the way it was like i tell kids who are 25 or they're gonna turn 25 i remember the angst of turning 25 and i remember telling my friends i think it might even be on video saying like we got to get shit done 
we got to get shit done. We are getting very old. And I remember. <laughs> yeah. So I never, when somebody says, oh, I'm turning 25, and they're like really worried, and I have other friends who are like, oh, grow up. Right. You have no idea. I would never say that to them because I remember the angst oh, yeah. when you're by yourself and, you know, maybe you have parents and everything, but you, oh, you're Yeah, nervous. you're trying to figure out your way in trying the world. Trying to figure yeah. it out. But, yeah. you know, when you're 40, you're just like, you think, you remember also being 25. Like, I can't believe right. I was worried about being 25. Now I'm worried about being 50. Right. <laughs> you know, but you have to understand people's own, yeah. you know, issues. Anyway. That's true. What are we up to? Best director. Now, oh. there's no way this idiot wins cinematography and best. <laughs> all right. He's probably going to win, right? First of all, and listen, I probably say this every year, but the winner of uh, the Academy Award is always the same one who wins the DGA is that what it is the director's the guild D- yeah. and it was Alfonso so so there's no way he loses he's there's minus no way he loses two, 2500 yeah I mean I feel like the only the only thing that the only and this is just my skeptical side is like is there are there people in the academy going like oh another Mexican you know what yeah, I mean maybe so like I mean geez what is that four in a row or three in a row many because he won for gravity he won for gravity and then and then in your the shape won of for, water wasn't that a Mexican director too? Yeah, and then you've got um, uh, who's the other one? The one that I like that that that, uh, that not not this guy, the other guy. You know, oh, like Guillermo del Toro. He won Shape of Water. That's I know, and I hate water. it, but I love his direction. Right, but he's not, they're not even the big one. The big one is uh, Inaritu who won um, for the who? Uh, what's his, they won for Birdman? Oh, and then he won for that the, was another guy. And then what's his name? You know the uh, fucking Gilbert Grape. <laughs> you know. Um, not Johnny Depp, you know I Leonardo, DiCaprio? Leonardo DiCaprio for that the the oh the remnant, the remnant oh, right horrible. so that's all Mexican that filmmakers. guy is oh. the worst filmmaker ever Birdman the worst they have not picked a good best picture in like five years I don't even know what the last decent one was that people were enjoying I think and if they want to fix the ratings and if they I mean here it is you want to fix the ratings for the goddamn Oscars stop picking shit no one's going to see <laughs> well, you might have a chance with Roma because it's on Netflix and anybody's available so you see it around Shape of Water was a bag of shit nobody's seen Spotlight was wonderful I that was great and I love that movie Which one but Spotlight? it's still little the Michael Keaton. Uh, that was a good movie. That's yeah. a great movie, yeah. but still small. If you pick oh, Black right. Panther next year, the people you want to see the Oscars are going to watch the Oscars because you pick something Black that people Panther, have seen. It's the no, highest it's grossing even, movie of the year. But that doesn't mean it's a great film. Right. Though. I know, but you have to at one point if you're complaining about your ratings. I'm not and complaining. All, not you. <laughs> oh. Talking about the Academy. They keep right, complaining. But, they're complaining. They're trying why to are we talking about fix. something other than me? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I'm saying if you're going, if you're trying to make a fix, then pick something. You should have picked Get Out last year, right? But, and that would have changed the perception now on you're, everything. But now you're arguing against how many years have the Oscars been around? Like a hundred. You're saying they should almost. like change the way they've always like they didn't yes. pick Star Wars. Star Wars never won because it's Star well, Wars. Annie right? Hall was that year and a completely deserving. But I'm just saying, like, blockbuster but it was nominated. films aren't... No, I get it. I know. know. But they keep saying we have to make a change. Right. So we got to put in more black people. If you're, put, if you, if you're saying <laughs> that, what... if you're coming out and saying we need to nominate more blacks, then why don't you say we need to pick more films that people have seen? Why not go the whole way? You're saying to everybody, we have to, we made a mistake picking no black people last two years ago, whatever, for acting. Well, because that's more about being inclusive and representative of where our country's at, not about quality of film. In other words, like you're what saying, you're, why you're saying they the, should water down the their like their criteria and pick movies that make money, not movies that are good. I'm not saying pick it, but I'm saying you're picking these 
films that nobody sees. But these are great movies. Driving your business, and yes, I agree. But you're driving your. It doesn't. So even if they're great movies, they can be nominated. Just like I think, once in a blue moon, you got to pick a favorite. You just have to to keep. Scotty, what's the matter? What am I? What is? What is? What is that? I don't like the. I don't like the argument that we need to find. Pick Obviously, more popular if movies. Roma wins. It. I'm going to have a shit fit. That's <laughs> no, going to win. Supporting gonna win. actress. Now, let me tell you right now, this ridiculous idiot from Roma. I, oh no, Regina King is the favorite. At my oh, or Amy Adams. No, 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 no. L- let me tell you something right okay. now. If Amy Adams wins, it's a joke. She sucked in that movie. That is a stupid role for a stupid person. And I love Amy Adams. And I think she's wonderful and everything. But this is not it. And she doesn't deserve a Lifetime Achievement Award at this point. So I would definitely go with Regina King. I will not say. There's no way Amy Adams can win for this role. It is stupid. I don't know that it's a stupid role. Listen, I'm with you. I don't want Amy Adams to win for Vice because she plays – she's the second fiddle in this movie. Yes. She's just the wife. And I and I love Amy Adams. And I want her to win for something substantial. And I'm going to have the exact same conversation when, when we get up to um, Glenn Close in a second. Okay. Uh, I do think it's going to go with Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk. And that's the way the Academy can award that movie all at the same time. And Regina King is – Fantastic, always. Yes, but this is what she should have won for. I know you're going to go there. Was it like Rob blowing St. Elmo's fire? (laughs) Or was it like Phil and Michael Thomas in Miami Vice? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Really? Well, how long did the kiss last? (laughs) Of course you're supposed to time it. Do you understand if she really wins, quick. she could do a shout out to Jackie <laughs> Harry? Isn't that really <laughs> great? I'd like to On the Academy Jackie. Awards. Yeah, I know. Damn it. I thought I had her. Uh, I, I. It's so funny. I remember her too. I had no idea it was the same girl. And I. And, yeah. and then I've seen her on the Big Bang Theory, I think. You know, she's been around for a long time. And um, I just remember, <laughs> I remember this one episode of 227 where somebody was doing a stand-up comedy and she's in the audience and he's doing, it's like her friend. And she goes, shut up, fool. <laughs> and I was trying <laughs> to get you. that clip. That's my favorite. <laughs> but I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> but that, and uh, it's funny because that was, um, Sarah loves doing the Jack A. Uh, like, ooh, Mary. <laughs> so I don't know. I, 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 sure, Amy Adams could win. She's plus 200, but I hope she doesn't. It's not her finest role. She's done a lot of other better work, including um, even that uh, stupid well, why don't one with the you aliens. Like her in this, movie, I think she's horrible though. in this movie. I think really? it's a, a normal like I'm playing the housewife role, just like you said. Yeah, okay. I, it's just stupid and not not deserving of her. What does Vegas say about Regina? Uh, she's minus two seventy five. She's the le- Emma Stone the and Rachel Weisz are good, but they ain't great. It's not their performance. Well, they also they cancel, cancel yeah, each other cancel. out. Yeah, yeah. So, but what about the girl from Roma? I mean, does she? She's great, but I, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know why that's where they would award no, this it's movie. Not, no, they're going to give it to Regina gonna King. Regina King. Also, her speech at the thing helped her a right. lot at the Golden Sag- Globes, right? Sex. Oh, was it the SAG Awards? She's like, women should be in all the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everybody sucks. Everybody should just yeah, shut the fuck right. up. The Supporting actor. Okay, hold on. Let's see. They're, apparently, it's, it's hands down this Marshall Ali Biba. 
Right, and I would like to take this opportunity, considering we're talking about supporting actor. Oh no! Here we go. Well, listen, to I told say you that I'd while I'm looking at while I'm looking at these nominees, there's one name that is missing that should be there, and his <laughs> name is Timothy Chalamet, and he is the future <laughs> from Beautiful Boy, and he should have been nominated for uh, that film. Well, he was nominated last year, which is a pretty good deal for somebody so uh, young. He was nominated for Call Me by Your Name, which was the mm-hmm. worst movie which I've ever seen. Which is one of the greatest performances <laughs> ever made me see given. That. Horrible. <laughs> On film. Too gay. Too um, gay. It was about, it was a gay story. I How could know, it be too it gay? Too gay. <laughs> There's too much gay stuff. Too much for me. Too much for, I had to close my eyes in a lot of parts. Oh, stop I, it. That was the one written by Merchant? Ismail Merchant? Yeah. And yeah. he won Best uh, Screenplay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. Jessica. But Timothy lost. Yeah, it was too um, much. But he was he was very good in it, as he was, was Army Hammer or whatever. I mean, that guy's good looking. Timothy was phenomenal. It was uh, one of the best performances now, ever. Do you really? I know you like him because he is a beautiful boy. What is that movie about? I have it, but a I drug addiction. Seen it. Oh, um, do you really think he is yes. the future and a really good actor, or do you just like him because he's handsome? Is he handsome? <laughs> I didn't think about that. I, that's your thing. That's not mine. Do you feel? <laughs> I only I only see him as a as an actor. Uh-huh. Do you feel he could be like Margot Robbie, who definitely came on as just a, a ridiculously hot girl, and then it turns out she can act? Do you feel that this could be Timothy Charlemagne or whatever his name is pronounced? Uh, you're. Timothy Chalamet has already been given so many accolades for acting. Yes, so but is it, he, does he just get hired that, because he's pretty? He gets hired because he's incredibly talented. You're just saying that because. No, I'm shocked you'd even like bring that up. <laughs> he's just so young, you know. You don't know how it's going to end for him. Oh, when he's on screen, it's just people are just amazed. Well, by why does talent. he make these weird movies? Like, why doesn't he make a Marvel movie? <laughs> well, he, he will going, eventually. He's doing Dune. He's doing. Ooh, they're, they're making a remake of Dune. Yeah, the first one sucked. Is Sting going to be in it? Uh, then I'll go so. see it, I guess. Right? Um, I don't think Sting's in this. Movie. I will they're, re- kill him. they're redoing Dune, and that's going Ugh. to be his big the uh, most studio blockbuster. Boring film. movie yeah. of yeah. all time. He better make it better. Memo, your thoughts on Dune? You probably loved no, it. No, it was a mess, but I mean, it was a mess for a lot of reasons. Ugh. Like that whole so story. Dull, you know, while we're talking it. about Timothy Chalamet, I need your opinion on this Woody Allen. Um, He's good. <laughs> lawsuit this week. This you know, week? He, oh, God, you don't know anything. So Woody Allen is suing Amazon because Amazon did not release his last movie. Oh, that's right. Starring Timothy Chalamet. Oh. Um, and also that they've reneged upon his four-picture deal. You know, Amazon's, you know, right. more or less All for it. hearsay stuff that he has never been convicted or anything. And that's, that's so what rude he's saying. That he's completely right. And I'm always going to stick up for him until i proven otherwise. But wait, wait so... So they, I mean, it seems like a pretty cut and dry deal. Like either they did or they didn't. Like, is there a? He'll win. I, I mean, yeah, right, why wouldn't he win? Con- you could have a contract, but they'll get out of their contract for one reason or another. But he'll right. win. He'll win. He didn't do any. We, there's no proof of anything. While they're saying that nobody wants to work with you anymore, which That's is so sort untrue. of true. No, it's not. Right. I don't know. I would work with him in a second. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I disagree. I still say people work with him. I don't know. Really, with, you really think it's with over, Sarah? Ooh. <laughs> That's a good question. That's very good. I bet the answer's no. I'm. Uh, I bet the answer's no. Call her up right now. Who that is? You know what? I'm going to ask her. I'm going to call her and ask her because there's multiple facets to that. Number one, you'd have to say instantly she would, of course. But number two, she's older. Like she's not a young. If she was 22, I would say she would definitely say no. Okay. But she's older. She's been around. She's also got a sense of humor. 
you know, this is a really tough one. This is good. And just this week, she complained about her, what, gynecologist or something? Or she was getting a, a mammogram, and the guy was using his hands without gloves. And she called him out and said, this guy, it's not a fucking date, asshole. And just, I, this <laughs> guy probably Christ. will have to get fired or retire. Right. Uh, she really called this guy out and saying, this is the second time I told you to use gloves and you're putting gel on my breasts. And it's not cool. So if you're getting into the Me Too movement, um, as she's already been in, and she's certainly outspoken, I, I don't know. She loves Woody Allen. She knows he's a genius. That's a good question. Really, but there's a lot excellent. of pressure now on actors and actresses sure. not to work with Woody Allen. And so what Timothy uh, – he was getting a lot of shit too, even though he already completed the movie. Right. So they're all getting blowback. And well, you shouldn't have been you know, working with him in the first place. I say you work with somebody until proven otherwise, like that it's – that a court – so the reason that I'm working – we've because here's the two-faced shit. 20 years ago, you know, people are still working with him when he married his stepdaughter 20 years ago. And apparently everybody is <laughs> okay with that. Right. But if you're going with this this the daughter molestation thing, which there's no, there's nothing there. It, it could all be, we've known, he said, people have said about Mia Farrow making a smear campaign and all this kind of stuff, which right. he said, like she said she was going to do this. I, I, I can't believe, if you don't want to work with him, work with him because he married his stepdaughter. Right. But you've already been working with him for 20 fucking years and people seem to forget. Yeah, in the meantime, he doesn't work anymore. We now live in a world where Woody Allen is not doing a movie. So, yeah, I, I didn't so, even think about that because I guess I didn't realize Woody Allen's the movie he does once a year. It's so it was it's no more. It was slated to come out last fall and it didn't come I out. I don't. Woody was, Allen's fall project. Yeah. Yeah. The I believe it was last fall. Yeah, that sounds right. Right. So Wonder Wheel came out like. Two years ago. But that's already been on TV. Um, but I'm just saying, I'm just trying to remember, like, the right, next the one should have come right, this and past fall or whatever. So there is a completed Woody Allen movie that we haven't seen. Right. And I have a huge problem with that. <laughs> no, me too. Well, yeah. you, you, but do you have a problem because it's Woody Allen or because your boy is in it? I have a problem, but it's now a huge problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boy, that is, you know, that's really interesting. I think I have a case, too, which I, what I'm saying is that everybody's already been two-faced, so you might as well just go with it. And again, it's just, you're just, it's a he said, she said. It's ridiculous. Well, I don't think he's done anything like that. Right. I think he's, I mean, he's always said he was a pervert. Right. I don't think he did this to this kid. I, I I think there is a smear campaign against him. The unfortunate thing is that he had this thing, you know, where you do marry your stepdaughter, you're going to get shit. You're going to get, this is going to happen. You know right. who would work with him? Alec Baldwin. Well, he <laughs> has. I know, but Alec, nobody, but Alec's always but in so much trouble people, anyway, so it really doesn't matter. Well, older, older men are totally going to work with him. We don't care. Right. Anybody that's been around and knows what a genius he is. That's why I wonder if Sarah, because of her age, would work with him because she's been around. But then again, she is a very outspoken female. Yeah, she's in a tough position. And she's going to get but, a lot of blowback, and she doesn't want but, that. But, right. well, she's good at handling blowback. And then, I mean, why? You know, it's not fair. How do you get blowback for just, I mean, then then why don't we just take down everybody by but just I mean, saying, you know, I molested a girl, look, you're I right, molested my next door neighbor. This has no been, proof. This kind of bullshit, is, it's like the, the communist scare, right? It's like people yeah, blacklisted. Yeah, it is like that. It's the same thing. And it's like 20 years later, they're like, oh my God, remember that witch hunt that we were and all doing? And the weird part is Woody Allen's already been through that. He may even made a movie on it with the front. Uh, right. which is unbelievable that right. he's like, I'm seeing this again in my lifetime? What right. the fuck? Right, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I... Brian Singer deserves to be taken down, I believe. The director of mm -hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Why? Because I think there's a lot of 
absolute credible things that have happened with him. I think that's a different thing with young boys. I that, see. that I, I don't follow. There's, there's things, like so. three or four or five or more uh, problems, right? With you Brian have to Singer. read the Brian Singer article, that, which is about two weeks ago from The Atlantic. What did he okay. say? Well, he's not. He, they oh, don't oh, talk no. to him. But they <laughs> right. Listen, here's the the gist of the story is that Brian Singer has been having sex with underage um, teenage boys for years. For years, and right. involved with drugs as well sure. with the, this with boys. And there had always been a certain stories that we knew, but the Atlantic did an article and spoke with more boys. So it's just adding to right, the right, right, yeah. right. So that that so right when he says that there have been. Right. Would you say some like multiple multiple stories? Yeah, that that all seemed very credible. This one is yeah, sure, for sure. This is I one mean, girl who you know whose mother was very angry, you know, at the father, and um, you know, a seven year old girl who's very easy to be manipulated. Wait, did that really happen? Uh, yeah, I think it. I now I'm positive it did because that's what I think in my. You know how mm-hmm. the kids you can make that happen, whatever. Um, and it's one thing, and it's. It's you know it's just there's not a whole bunch of accusations of anything. You're talking about Mia Farrow. Yeah, yeah but the weirdest yeah. thing about it is that Woody survived for so That's, many years. Right, so many years and after now, doing something which would be unthinkable. Now he would never be able to make a movie again if he married his stepdaughter. He no, no, not even that. Oh, I love what you said. That like, if you want to be mad at him, get mad at him for marrying his stepdaughter. <laughs> yeah, right, but. The accusation against um, Dylan, that's yeah, right. what her Dylan name Farrow, is. Yeah. The accusation has been there all this time, and still people work and, with and him. And the, the the other thing he has against him also is that people really respect this Ronan Farrow, be, unfortunately, right. because he's the one who's saying yeah. it. This right. guy did take down Harvey Weinstein yeah. and a couple of other he's things. A so he's a surprise winning journalist. He's, he's very handsome. He's very smart. Right. He's, he's very educated. Son. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and um, he's. You know he's he's been right about everything else, and that in therein lies the other issue that like well this guy's Ronan incredible about everything. Clearly hates Woody Allen exactly. So that's well that's yeah. so that's unfair. Also, I, he's, it, I know I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. It's a tough one. Mir Farrow. Uh, so you so with supporting actor. Wait, can you actor, just yeah oh. say the name of the Green Book supporting actor? Yeah, Marsha Vidyaminala. Marla Lashilala. Marsha Lalalale. Marshala Ali. Did I get it? No. Oh. I don't know. How is it? Oh, Never. I don't know. Mar- oh, don't yeah, Marshala sounds right. Marshala. Marshala. Maher Shala Guys, also, Ali. remember, Marshala Ali won for... He went for Moonlight? Moonlight. He a couple won? Years ago. Best supporting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. He was the drug dealer in the beginning yeah, of the Who the hell movie. was this guy? I don't even know where it came from. All of a sudden, <laughs> he's not. He's going to win two Oscars know, in two, two years? Like- this is like that uh, Hillary Swank. Where the hell is she? <laughs> <laughs> Wins two best actresses, like, and then all of a sudden she disappears. Well, that's because it's hard to be a working actress in Hollywood nah, at her really, age. No, she looks great. No, that's all on her. Uh, so I guess <laughs> okay. he's going to win. I don't think because, and you know what, the the pickings are slim. Yeah. He's going to win because the pickings are slim. Adam Driver does well, not deserve to, to win. Could Sam, go to Sam Elliott, Elliott. I'd give. Anything for Sam Elliott to win. He's yeah. my boy. I love Sam Elliott. No way he yeah. wins. Okay. Uh, Richard E. Grant, no way. And he Sam Rockwell already won, so no way. All and right. he was Listen, good, I think it's going to go to Marshall Ali because he, listen, Marshall so Ali you're saying won Sam... all the other oh, he did. awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if Sam Elliott won, I mean, that would be, I'd just give anything to hear his speech. You know, when a man <laughs> wins an award like a man. <laughs> it would be, wait, what did David tell you to He's... say? He said like, uh, okay, what did he say? When a man shit, I can't remember. It was the best line that he said. Sam Elliott would say something like, "Right, 
when a man beats another man, he <laughs> understands what being a man is like, or something like that. Um, Sam, what, somebody asked Sam Elliott about you know, like if you win, you know, what are you going to say? Uh, what are you going to mention tell during people your speech? What it's like being a man. He said, uh, he said, I'm going to send my mustache. Mustache up to give this speech. <laughs> yeah, so I don't. It's probably this guy. So lead actress. I guess we have another lifetime achievement award in Glenn Close. Do we all agree it'll go to Glenn Close? I feel like. I mean, the, yeah. The closest I, other one is Olivia Coleman at plus five hundred, and she was yeah. just okay. Yeah. Well, I do think it's going to get a, go to Glenn Close after all this time, and I love that Glenn Close is finally going to have an Oscar. I just wish it wasn't for this movie. There you go. It's the Lifetime Achievement Award. Right. I talk about it's it not, every year. It's right. not a good... Did you guys see the movie? No, no but... it's just but, like Al Pacino winning for Scent of a Woman. It's the exact... It's for Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio winning for The Revenant. It's the right. Lifetime Achievement Award. Other... You've been nominated a hundred times, and now you're finally going to get right, one. Right, but those the pickings were, are slim. Right. This was just... Not a good movie. No, it wasn't. And Olivia Coleman no was sense. okay. Well, I mean, they should really, you know, you put some money on Lady Gaga for a big upset, and there's no reason she shouldn't win. She was terrific. She's beloved. It's plus 700 bucks. Melissa McCarthy doesn't have a chance. They're and finally going to give it to Glenn Who the Close. hell is that girl from Roma? Yalita. Oh, is that Cleo? The... Yeah. Well, she's... then who's the supporting actress? The mom. The mom, yeah. Uh. <laughs> she's okay. Jesus Christ, the Pickens are that, so They were slim. both good, but it's not, those are not, that Yalitza movie is not a... Aparicio, wasn't that the one who wrote it? No, no, she's the servant. Yeah, I know, but what's the name of the guy that wrote Romo? Roma? Roma. Alfonso Cuaron. Oh, he wrote it too? Yeah. yeah he did everything. so annoying. It's <laughs> his movie. How do you even write that? It's so stupid. <laughs> it's literally his life. It's like a uh, it's No, like it's a your memoir. life, and he ripped it off, and you should say <laughs> something about it. I, I, lawsuits are happening. I don't think I would bet on anyone else, um... I'm going to go with, uh, I mean, I would like, uh, you know, uh, do you know, the best thing about A Star is Born is, of course, uh, James Mason's performance. Um, Opposite who? Judy Garland. Oh, there you go. We play down the jukeboxes all over the country, and I'll be made. Of course, my dear. You remember? <laughs> End of dream. Is anyone thing wrong with that? <laughs> I know. It won't happen. Brady Cooper doesn't hold no, a candle to this reason. performance. Only the dream isn't big enough. Only the dream isn't big enough, you see. <laughs> Let's just see. How long will you be playing with the Grove? Well, tonight was our last night with you for San Francisco. Well, here's what I suggest. Possibly staying. Don't go. Don't go. What? Quit. What? Leave the band. Stay on here. Let me see what I can do for you at the studio. I'll talk to Oliver Niles right away. I mean, this guy it's is so well-spoken. He's such a man. <laughs> a chance? Do you realize I'd be giving up everything I ever worked for? That's right, but it served its purpose. Listen to me, Esther. A career is a curious thing. <laughs> Talent isn't always enough. You need a sense of timing. An eye for seeing the turning point. Or recognizing the big chance when it comes along and grabbing it. Isn't he amazing? Isn't his yeah. voice amazing? Who's the other girl in that? There's Judy Garland. You like her? I do. A lot. <laughs> uh, last week, I just played a clip of her and Margaret Hamilton on the Merv Griffin show. Oh, wow. And it's just so horrible because it's delightful. But Margaret Hamilton, who's 66, and Judy's 46, and it sounds like Judy's so much older yeah. than Margaret Hamilton. But she says, hey, do the cackle. You know, like, you go like do the cackle. Mm-hmm. Boy, you know, and she does the cackle, and the audience goes crazy. And it was like real. It's not like a phony. It's like amazing how much they uh, really liked it. But Oh, so well, here's... um, Well, here's... uh. Here's James uh, Mason in the, uh, the the best performance of all time. In uh, this whole show is just so you can that's right. play these. Yeah, clips, but he was right? amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, got to James Mason. Right. Torah. 
It's for North by Northwest. More polished than the others. Yeah, anyway, you're like right, right, dead. Oh, I'm so glad you're pleased. I can do Mr. both Townsend, <laughs> but I'm afraid, just as obvious. And what the devil is all this about? What the Why devil is all this about? You're my next uh, games. Games. You Must we? Must we? Hello. Not that I mind a slight case of abduction now and then, but I have tickets for the theater this evening. See, that's my favorite. The show line. I was looking forward to. How many times do I say that line? But I would love to, but I have tickets to the theater this evening. <laughs> but I just, I just did something stupid. I was going to tell Mother that I was meeting her at the theater this evening, but I remember she was playing canasta with her own cronies. <laughs> These are my favorite lines. But, Scotty, I've got something for you. I set it up. Okay. Um, I think you're going to like it. Um, and it goes a little something Because like it's, um, it's what you've been talking about for a very long time about Judy Garland. I'm, I'm losing it. You know all about Judy. She's a child actress, and she was made to work, first of all, by her mother, I guess. But, I mean, I'm not suggesting that her mother was... Uh, some people try to paint her mother as some sort of villain, but I don't think that she necessarily was. Then she got into uh, MGM, and uh, there's the school of thought that believes that the bosses of MGM were real villains because they encouraged her to take uh, uppers and downers and get into these bad habits. Uh, I think that's probably true. Anyhow, she was a, a unique instance of a girl who had lived a most unsavory, un, uh, unhealthy lifestyle, shall we say. And therefore, she was a girl who was disinclined to discipline, and she could <laughs> get language. into terrible depressions and, and all that. But she wasn't typical in any way. Um, that's what you've been saying your whole life. You've always blamed Louis B. Mayer for her downfall <laughs> since the day I met you. Well, uh, listen, you can't give a teenager drugs. But, I, I've tried many times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, it was the studio that did all that. MGM giving her... Uppers and downers, and you see the like. She wasn't, and then he said later, he goes, when, The fact is, when she was good, she was good, and she was bad, um, she was delightful. Uh, but the thing is, I think she was on. Like, was she, she difficult to work with? Not for me, she wasn't. I, 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 th I thought she was wonderful. I, I adored her. I thought she was such a wonderful uh, talent. And uh, uh, when, she was, uh, when she was good, she was very, very good. And when she was. When she was bad, she was uh, uh, predictable. That is to say, they, the people who paid for this film, who were Warner Brothers, took on a gamble. Uh, you agree with all that, right? So yeah. at that time, in 19, was it 54? She was already a mess? Oh, big time. I don't, she, I don't know the timeline for her. I mean, I'm looking at 39 was Wizard of Oz, and then... Well, she hadn't made a movie in... Five years. Is that her. right? This was a comeback vehicle for Huge. her? And she it was big, right? It was a big movie, right? It was a very big movie, but it got cut up by Warner Brothers because it was a very long movie. It was supposed you know, like three hours. Oh, I didn't know that. And then they edited it down, but then ended up, you know, killing some of the dr dramatic, you know, arc of the story. Is there a, yeah, is there a, full a director's cut? cut? Yeah, you can find it. You can find like it. that they put it together or just extra scenes? Uh... There's, there are some extra scenes that were not in the original you know, right. movie, um, and then there's some stuff that actually was not. There, there's audio that exists, so at one point it literally goes to just a photo 
of the scene and you hear James and Judy speaking because oh. they don't even have I that. I can't even believe they wow. put all this stuff with the lens cap on. <laughs> it doesn't add up at all. Why do you suppose they would do that? Are you a troublemaker, Judy? It's not my favorite, you know, Judy Garland movie. Um, have what you is, seen, by the way? Oh, Wizard of Oz. Oh. Yeah. Have you seen Star is Born? I've never seen that version. Oh, wow. No. I've never seen any of the versions. Are they good? What about the Streisand one? You've never seen that? No. How did you miss that? That was like Because your... I couldn't care less. The Streisand movie. It turns out I was a straight man. <laughs> uh, I wasn't interested Which in was seeing so that. Which was so weird because he kept getting fucked up the ass by all these other guys. <laughs> but meanwhile, I sat through the Goodbye Girl like 10 times around that same year. You know, like, when, like, the Streisand... That was the same year. Streisand was 77, right? Uh, 76. So, um, yeah. The Streisand I was going Star to see Star Wars horrible, like a man. Horrible. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah I, I didn't... just a that's because Chris Christopherson, who had a lot of play, he was a boring, boring actor. Unlike James Mason, who's awesome, and Bradley Cooper, who's awesome. Did, do you like this new one? Do you think I do like it? It's not. Do you think Lady Gaga a good, did a good a job movie. where she could right. possibly pull an upset on Glenn Close at all? Um, do you think there's no. any way that somebody who's such a huge star they're going to give her the Oscar for best song? You f- right? So <laughs> right. you and you feel right. that the nomination is. The, the award, pretty much, for her. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 They're not going to give it to Lady Gaga. They it's, don't need to. Lady Gaga's not in films. She's not one of them. I know, them. but sometimes that happens. That's what they gave it to Sinatra when he, uh, you know, was in the From Here to Eternity. And was Madonna well, ever Sinatra, nominated for but, something? Yeah, Sinatra no. was like a. Ho- I mean, he acted. He was an actor. Ad- Sinatra was a <clears throat> part of the Hollywood studio system. Oh, yeah, I guess I'm right. I'm trying to think of other by musicians the time, who have been nominated. By like the singers. time from our, Here to Eternity had come by, he was already on the He was already way a has out. been, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, what, what, who's a singer that's been nominated, like a big star like that, who has been nominated for a film before for acting? Oh, trying to like think. A pop, like a, a yeah, real a pop, pop star. star. Yeah. yeah. Was Judy nominated for A Star Is Born? Yeah, but Judy... Did yeah, she lose? She famously lost. It's one of the famous, most famous losses of all. Tell us. Well, it went to Princess Grace. It went to Grace Kelly for... Um, oh, my God. With... Um, High Society? With Bing, with Bing Crosby. High Society? No, 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 no. On no. the town. No. High Society. With Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra. Yeah, but that, that's not the movie. What's the name of the movie? Uh, there was a remake a couple of years ago. Actually, it was a, so they were in remake. a couple of movies together. Grace Kelly and For, and Bing Crosby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought there was only that one. Was it Spencer Tracy? I can't remember. Yeah, but um, why would that be famously Grace Kelly was because Judy great. was supposed to win it. Oh, so it was an upset. Oh, it's a huge. But upset. you don't think that could happen this time? I think was this Judy, time, did Judy talk about it afterwards? Was she angry? For years. Oh, she did. Oh not, man, I wish I had clips she of that. told the story many times about she had just given birth to her son, but she was such a who's favorite. her son? Joe Joe Luft. Joe what? Luft. Wait, she had three kids? Yeah, I didn't know she what? had a boy. Where have you been? I don't know. I only know. About, Why do you I do just a podcast? Found out about you should be Luft. reading. I only know from what Matteo tells me. What year was? Uh, what year was? Fifty-four. Uh, Fifty-four. The Country Girl. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh, country girl. Nobody knows what that is. <laughs> I don't either. So, yeah, I guess that's bad. Why do you suppose they didn't give it to her? Do you think they were mad with her? I just don't think that Why they Why wouldn't had... you give it to Judy Garland? You keep asking me a question, let me answer. Um, I <laughs> I don't think that she had the numbers on her side because she had a lot of she had angered too many folks so, along okay, the way. So that's what it is. Because I was going to say, like, why wouldn't you give it to the girl from the Wizard of Oz? You know, like, I mean, in gen- right. I mean, just like that kind of thing, kind of beloved. Right. She made too many trouble, but everybody loves a comeback. Um, 
yeah, they just must have not cared for her. But at that she, time she then... talked about losing that award um, many times. And there I was. Well, she, she had a great story about it that she was in the hospital, but the academy came. They they were going to go to live to the hospital, and she she was going to accept it, for, you know, from her hospital bed. Um, and you know, they spent all day creating, you know, erecting towers outside the hospital. And the moment they go. And the winner is Grace Kelly, and all the technicians swept swept in and removed all the wires. Oh, and just, oh God. It would be funny if she just wasn't even paying attention. And the winner is Grace Kelly. Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> I get it, like she's just wait. No, no, they said you, they said a different name. They did. Was not expecting. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's t- oh, that's a horrible what thing to do to somebody say? who's in labor. <laughs> was she in labor? Like she I was think in... she'd already had the baby, but she was still alive. That's a horrible thing to do to somebody in the hospital. You're better off just being like, I can't make it. But she's Judy Garland. She I, I, I guess it's a well. It's going to be a big deal yeah. for Judy Garland to accept the award. You know, from her maternity ward. That's amazing. Wow. That's too bad. Uh, where like when she was out there, like were there fans outside her hospital and everything? Was she that big then? Yeah. Like that. Huge, like she is. I don't think the cults. Yeah, I mean, you know, she was the number one female, you know, uh, musical Hollywood film musical actress. You know, and musicals were huge back then. There's nobody could touch her. I mean, she was definitely the you know the biggest one of all time. I was talking about last week. There's going to be a new FX series um, with a guy from Cabaret, uh, Fosse, and Gwen Verdon. And they, you know, the, what they were talking about, uh, it sounds like fun. Uh, they were talking about making cabaret and how, you know, they were like, nope, nobody wants musicals anymore. So probably shouldn't do this. And he's like, no, there's got to be a way to do it. But it's funny because then, yeah. yeah, where is that timeline between the basically West Side Story maybe being the final one where people could tolerate and then Vietnam pretty much happened and then just nobody wanted musicals. No, that's that's why I always say Oliver won best that picture. I always use that as an example that that never should have won. It was way past its prime, not because of the movie, my just the time of it winning. My Fair Lady won in 63. I don't, West Side Story didn't, was, my Fair Lady won it all, I think in 64 oh, maybe or oh, you, so, um, oh, you're right. so they, they were still giving out awards for musicals when everything was over. You know, I used to do a big bit um, where I do this musical number about like how they would give musical and it's Vietnam and I would talk about like uh, I remember Louis was like I love that Louis CK when he, when he was normal um, he was like I love that bit that you do like you talk about like and the Vietnam the horrors and Vietnam six million killed and so we're like while this was the most popular song consider yourself at home <laughs> and I would just go through and like all the all through the 60s I would go through the most popular ones that were it was like um I am 16 going on seven, you know, and talk about the horrors and all these songs were winning. They were like way <laughs> off base. And the Academy's just been 10 years off or 15 years right. off for all this time, which is why it's all just still coming around, you know? Like, but, I mean, musicals were like dead when I was growing up. Like, I mean, yeah, my no, they were completely right, dead when we, you we were all, coming around. That's what then, I'm saying. But, but they've definitely had a, I mean, when, oh no, they've absolutely had a comeback. But I'm just but, saying, you said right now they're like, this series and they were like nobody wants to see a musical anymore is that no i didn't say that oh, oh. yeah yeah you were talking about fossey and you were saying that it no, within... I didn't. no i said in 70 in 1970 when he, oh, I thought you were when he made cabaret the current one oh, no, no no i oh. said when he was making cabaret oh i see then I people see. were saying dude 
Right. Not cool to make a musical. Right. Now. Meanwhile, but cabaret. It only lost to the Godfather. More of an yeah. Art, uh, yeah, it's like all that jazz. Well, that's the thing. But people, like, you know, how people suck, and they're just like, "You're making a musical? What are you out of your goddamn mind? They don't right. have no, content." It, you know, it was, like, it's more. It's not like a musical. He completely reinvented. But that's what made him an interesting oh, uh, person. It was cabaret is just a piece of art. Now, lead actor <laughs> is really up in the. Uh, up in the air, I think it's going to be Rami Malek. I think he deserves it. I don't think Christian Bale, I know he's won everything else uh, or he's won some stuff. I don't think he deserves to win. I think his performance was not cool. I think it's all about the makeup. He was basically doing Batman, if you've seen it. He was just like, and I think we should have two war, you know, whatever. It says it doesn't work for me. It's still, he's a very good actor. We know that. But I think this guy, Rami Malek, just bought it and he was amazing. And um, boy, I really felt for the character when I watched that movie. I thought he did an unbelievable job. I think Bradley Cooper is due at some point, but this isn't it. And the other two are ridiculous. So I say it's going to be Remy Malik, and he's already favored by Malik, 300. Do I, I don't know. This is a really toss-up to me. I mean, I, I look, Queen is my favorite all-time group, but I agree with you. I, I, that I, didn't, I didn't even watch the movie because it just looked so stupid. Really? Yeah, I was like, this movie looks terrible. I couldn't wait to see it, and then I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it. And his performance, darling, it was amazing. But you thought it was it like was. all true. Like You didn't realize how much of yeah. that movie was completely twisted. No, I just found out on Super Bowl Sunday right. when, uh, what's this, Peter told me, uh, yeah, Rachel's yeah. Boyfriend, husband told me, that's not, that's not true, that's not the way it happened. I'm like, it's not? Right. Yeah, I had no idea. But you have to assume people who are 25 watching that movie also don't know no don't no care. i get it but it's like it's like what scott like it's like it's just a it just becomes a generic like but that's any it's just boring that's like, any cares? that's just i mean it's again like turbocharged i mean it's like any movie you make about right. a band your people are going to be like but that's not how it happened right. and they didn't even go into the part i wanted to see whatever right. that is you know i mean that's just but the if way you're gonna but then it, there right. is no queen story right. there's no story right some guys got together they formed a band. They right. recorded music, and then they That's stopped. Interesting. You're That's interesting. That's the only right. I mean, story. The, but the true, I mean, honestly, if you were going to do a story, and I think there is a possible story in there, which is how, like, Freddie literally was a one of a like his sexuality is like, who do you even? He was just on another level, you know. It's like people don't understand. He was like, was he gay? Was he straight? He was. He was. I mean, look, America was this macho '70s thing, and Queen was like a. Queen, right? Like yeah. a band called Queen, straight up red blooded American dudes were like, never Queen, even thought you know? about it. Never even thought about the gay factor. Right. It was so popular in the 70s. I was in right. junior high and they were so popular. I remember people loved them. And right. when I think about it, I'm like, wait, he was gay? I didn't even know. I'm with Dave on that. No, it didn't even matter. Even came up. But that's what I mean. Their so songs that were so story cool. is so fascinating, right? That I mean, they were able to appeal to, at the same time, a red blooded American right. crowd, uh, a complete, like, closeted homosexual crowd and then even like they were all geeks and like the sci-fi nerds yeah. like they wrote well, that's what he said in so the like movie. he said he's like and we perform, we perform for the misfits <laughs> yeah i mean i mean it's like they literally somehow appealed to everybody without watering down who they were and it's like there's a story the there that i think so could have been if we you know if somebody was a good writer and like thought about that and like there, i think there could have been a story unfortunately there. those stories like you're saying probably don't sell as well as something no like i know this, which I, is I get generic it. right being like you're never gonna make it singing this kind of music i mean that's every right. movie we've I, exactly. ever right. seen no i know I, I mean i get why they didn't go that do route you, do you but. know that the reason i was telling the girl donna the reason we 
made turbochargers up. It was, I got it off the Def Leppard document, not documentary, <laughs> the movie they made for some television thing with Anthony Michael Hall as Mutt Lang. And it was, I was just like, this is so funny. Every right. band story is this exact same thing. A drummer with one arm, are you? Right. And you know, I'm sitting there waiting for that part where he loses his arm. And I'm like, right. and you're just waiting for certain things. Well, I can't wait to see when they come up with Bohemian Rhapsody. How's that going to, I mean, that's all you do when you watch these kind of, right. if you're watching a Michael Jackson movie, you're like, oh, let's see how Thriller comes about. And then, you know, you're either going to say they did it the right way or the wrong way, right, no matter right. what is in your mind. And, and there's always going to be like, you can't do that. You, are you right. saying you're going to beat all the odds? I mean, that's every band <laughs> that's, that's ever right. been depicted in a movie, right. no which story. is why the right. Cars was the perfect band, because there's just stupid. Well, that's it's right. funny, right, right. But this guy's point is like, a, a, what, a, why, a, why a make the film? keyboards? Are you out of your goddamn mind? <laughs> right. And look at this guy. And this this is the guy you've been doing Kevin Cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just told her that what she's like, what is Kevin Cash doing now? Oh, he works at the, uh, on Rikers. So the, uh, he's a, <laughs> what does it call it? A, a, he's a prison guard. A prison right? guard. <laughs> yeah, Rikers. Yeah. And he got beaten up uh, at, at a riot. Like, <laughs> this is the guy that plays our Ben Orr. <laughs> it's hilarious. Anyway, yeah, so. Uh, I'm sorry I'm you guys gonna... don't like him. Do you think he will win, though? Yeah, I mean, I. He will win. Him well, or I Christian do Bale. love Rodney Malik. Um, and he's great in that movie. I'm gonna is he go gay with... in real life? No. Oh. No, I wish he was. Uh, I'm going to go sure with Christian you do, Bale. Minx. You're going to go with Christian Bale, yeah. but you're going to go with him, or you say he will win or should win? Uh, will win. Yeah, I think he will win, too. You think Christian Bale I think your win. argument is correct. You know, he's more, uh, but I think he's going to. Hmm. He's got the buzz. Oh, well, he's plus two hundred. I mean, they they both have the buzz, but I think he's the one. On the worst part is, I really want Remy Malik to win. So if I put money on it and Christian Bale wins, I'll be like, yeah, and then I'll be disappointed. Maybe you should. And plus, he bet. also says bad things about America, and he's British, so he should <laughs> shut up. Here's me playing the devil. Well, he doesn't talk like that at all. But I'm just, <laughs> well, I don't care if what he says about Dick Cheney. I care because he's not part of our country. <laughs> Thank you. Now, here we go. All right. Best picture. Okay. Well. The front runner is this worst movie ever made, but it is not not a big front runner. It is only minus 200. Okay. What's the number two? Well, let me look at the actual. I'm going to say it's probably Black Panther at this point. Uh, No. uh, Hold on. No. Here's the the order. Okay. Here's the order in Vegas. Roma. Green Book. Okay. Wow. Plus three fifty. The favorite plus eight hundred. Black Klansman plus fifteen hundred. A Star is Born plus fifteen hundred. Bohemian Rhapsody at plus two thousand. And Black Panther at two thousand. And then Vice at twenty five hundred. Wow. So taking a risk on Black Panther, you know I'm doing that. I don't think it'll win, but it's worth a shot. It's very popular. It's got black people in it, which they seem to like. But why not? Maybe even. I don't know, hundred bucks, twenty dollars a you know a shot, maybe, maybe for the ones I'm really confident about, fifty bucks. I, I mean, when it's plus money, I don't. I I Black Panther's not going to win. Not a, a superhero movie's not going to win. Why not? It's due. There, that's all that's making money nowadays. Why once or, sooner or later a superhero movie's going to have to win? Maybe, maybe it's I, just there's too I would many think, of them. I would they're, think... they're running. They the superhero movies are allowing this idiot to make a Roma. No, I, I'm not arguing with you. It's just that's not why Sorry you I put it that way. It's just funny because I know it's annoying you guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What about a what about a star? What about Bohemian Rhapsody winning it all? 
Oh, no possible God, it was? Do you really think there's no possible? You say it's a shitty movie. It's a totally shitty movie. But you movie. haven't seen it. Right, I haven't seen it. But I mean, everything you say, everything I've heard from every single person, it just sounds like what you said, a generic... I feel God, like, it's, I feel like it's picking movie. up steam somehow. Maybe, I guess. Isn't it more his his role is really what's picking yeah. up steam? No, that's... So he would win what it is. Best Actor. No one's no. going like, what a great story, you know. It's true. It's just like every other story. Will you... Nobody can sing like that. Nobody can go that many octaves. <laughs> and I mean, they have the scene, which apparently you just told me was made up with Mike Myers. Like, you're just going to be the one who knows who dropped Queen from their label. <laughs> you can't do an eight minute song. I mean, it's like every band movie is that. It is. Right. It's so funny that they can't seem to. I guess there is no other story to tell. It's amazing when a band does that well. When they make the Bon Jovi story, it's going to be, you think a couple of guys with hair <laughs> like yours are going to be right. A couple of Jersey boys are going to make it big. You're going to be around, are going to have longevity. But you're the janitor. You're a father of a hairdresser, for goodness sakes. And this Jewish guy, this guy, you think he's going to be with you? <laughs> and who is this Richie's, Tico? And, no, Jewish? Dave Bryan. Oh, okay. We went to Hebrew school together. So. Oh. And high school. Um, anyway, I guess that's it. Does anybody have anything else to say? Because otherwise, I think we're finished. Wow. I'm looking forward to it. It's very abrupt. Well, there's really no more to be said. No. We've, we've argued. We've, we've, of... uh, we've had a you know a bite to eat. I got to uh, talk about Timothy. You I got to happy. talk about Timothy. As, right. as you asked, you said, I will do your podcast if I can have five minutes on Timothy. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> that's great. So, yeah. I mean, I'm glad um, you're, you're pushing him, though. That's good. It's a good thing. I'm. I, always, have my, I have my agenda. You know, Memo. I, I listen to what people have to say. I, I either can take it in or not. Thank you. you. Know, and I, I got to talk about Mexico, so I appreciate that. Well, you know, you turned me on to that in the sense that I was listening to what you had to say. I had no idea it was about Mexico <laughs> or Mexico City. That's amazing. Uh, so the weird. fact that you're saying it's about his life and where he grew up actually makes me look at the movie different. <laughs> had I known, I guess, a little bit about it, maybe I would have looked at it different. I went in blind yesterday, and I thought the movie was such a bag of shit. And there's this one scene, I think, where she's giving birth or something. I'm like, why is this necessary? <laughs> and they, th- there must have been three or four times where I'm like, why is this necessary? <laughs> I life. thought they were going to kill dogs. <laughs> I thought that, I swear to God, I'm like, this movie is horrible. The, I'm sitting there by myself at five in the morning going like, this is the worst movie to myself saying it out loud. Because I, when will this end? This is the worst movie. I've, when is something going to happen? And, it's now, and, and now it's going to win Best Picture and you're going to be enraged. Just like Shape of Water. You, you started watching this at 5 a.m.? Uh, yes. Well, I was up and I see. wide awake. So, And I wanted to see it before today. Right. And I'm glad I did. <laughs> uh, because I'm glad you guys had a different view. I thought for sure you were going to be like, yeah, I know. Horrible. Nope. No, but, you know, Jesus, Memo, that's amazing. That's about your neighborhood and shit like that. It really looked like that. It was scary and sloppy and gross. I, I you had to pull your car into <laughs> one of those garages? I, well, that, no, everybody had With a all tiny the dog garage. Shit. Yeah, that part is so accurate. And like, there's that many dogs, stray dogs around there? Yeah, it's Mexico. Yeah, there's tons of stray dogs. But there's nothing scary about it. It's just how it you is. You don't think all the stray dogs are scary? No, you, they're just on the street. But I mean, <laughs> but I mean, try, trying to fit, like, trying about? to fit a giant galaxy into. I mean, that was everybody's. Pro, everybody had that exact same. So nobody nobody built garages up. for those cars. And then, that's so funny. Yeah, it's funny. It is really funny. It's totally true. But the movie is very. Um, you know, it's in this day and age where with its women's message and stuff is interesting. So yeah, well, at least you got that. Wait, is that his story? That's what happened with his father and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yes. his, his parents were divorced, and they but the had, way it went down was like that. Like a, I'm sure there was slight change. change. It's a no, fictional it's story, but, he, but oh, it's, it's fairly... Fictional. No, but it's very... No, it's based on his life. Yeah, it's based on his life. Yeah. He wrote about his life. 
Well, yeah. then I guess that's what you do. You write it, direct it, and cinematography. But, uh, you know, the thing yeah. is that nobody thinks about the serving, right? Nobody thinks about the fact that they're I people. didn't even know. That, but you're, what you're saying is nobody thinks about it. I didn't even know Mexican people had <laughs> servants. I, would, I thought right. they were a very poor country. Let's do a movie about your grandmother's uh, housekeeper. Yeah. Well, well, I didn't tell you the ending of that. Um, the, the, the ending is they ended up living together in Las Vegas after... My grandmother's husband died. She moved to Vegas and then sent for the cleaning lady. They hadn't, you know, seen each other in years because she was alone too and old. And they decided to live together in Vegas. That's like, amazing. Just like what the, the the help or something. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Uh, is there Dave, a movie? This is a, that, yeah, this is this is a, a great movie? story. Yeah. It's going to win best picture. <laughs> it's year. true. It's totally and, and true. And then my grandmother outlived the cleaning lady. Like she died too. But yeah, it was amazing for this woman to like. I'd like to live with her How and be is friends. This not a movie? Like, like not make. I don't think she made her do anything. I'm not sure what happened around that time. I was uh, I was about 15, 16, it's I guess. It's Regina King's next yeah. film. <laughs> no, this is, ama- it is, it funny, is an yeah. amazing story. This woman in Brooklyn in a very Italian neighborhood of stuff or, you know, mixed. Uh, in this wonderful neighborhood in Brooklyn and Sheepshead in uh, Marine Park, Brooklyn. And she had this wonderful cleaning lady who loved her very much. And she made these amazing dishes like just coleslaw because my grandmother did not cook. So this woman cooked all of the meals for her. And, t- and we were like she... You know, she took care of us. She was just like in right. Romo. We're like, Lee, can we get a smoothie? You know, like whatever. That, that, right. Those kids, right. Right. rotten exactly. kids who don't even right. know they're being rotten because that was the thing. Like, right. Was it a big house? Your grandmother's uh, it, house? It's, um, you have to see these houses in uh, this area. They're still there. We went by it. it they were like three-level houses. Um, really interesting where most of the stuff like is almost like in London where it took place in the basement. The kitchen, the living room was all together in the basement with a small outdoors that had just a concrete uh, body. The middle section was another kitchen and living area where somebody could probably live, a second kitchen, and then a very big living room, uh, the second floor, which you only used for Christmas and occasions like that. And then a third floor where all the bedrooms were and like where my dad and I used to have to sleep in a, a thing that just had a, an accordion curtain. <laughs> like it was like a really small room where my Aunt Judy had this huge room where my sister was able to sleep later. And the, uh, then there was a, a master bedroom and then a bathroom where they just um, kept uh, gifts and toys. Like, um, it was like weird. I, I, if we're going to make this, you know, blockbuster Hollywood thing, <laughs> yeah. um, is there like a possibility that there is some kind of romantic... Well, you know, I've thought about that. My sister and I have talked about that, yeah. but um, it, 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 I don't think it adds up. But maybe we just don't want to think because they weren't attractive people, you know. So <laughs> I think if and uh, only attractive people experience. But that Lee kind of was feeling. such a wonderful person. But um, you know, and she, like I said, every day she had to go back to um, uh, back to Harlem. She lived in Harlem. Yeah, she took the subway. How many subways that took? And I remember she always had to put the money in her shoe. She must have lived in a very bad area. But she loved my grandmother right. and my grandfather and us. She, you know, there was never an issue. And, and it's funny because I was always acting up, but I never acted up with her because she was great. And so was my grandparents too. Right. Um, they were so cool. And they just, uh, but we really were like those kids in that movie. And when I saw that movie, I, that's what I was thinking of. Right. Because um, we were just middle class. Right. Why do you think we, the kids were bratty? No, they weren't. No, and they it, loved her. They just don't think that she's going through all this shit. They're just like, hey, can you make me a smoothie? Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. She just, yeah. yeah, we don't want to give anything away, but right, she's going through all this but shit. But kids are like, into their own lives. Right. The kids aren't right. thinking about other people. But they loved right. her very right. much and they thought of her as part of the family and we were right. definitely like that and her food cooking was great. 
It's just, I mean, you know, she was making bacon and eggs for us, and that's why it's funny that our mother took it away after. You can't introduce <laughs> bacon and then take it away when we become kosher. But uh, we never. But it's so funny that they lived together for a while, and then she died. She that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, so that's weird. a movie. So the she died first, not your the grandmother. The lady died first. She my grandmother first. lived another like 15 years wow. after. It was a bummer. She was like, wow. I'll live out my life with my cleaning lady. He was my friend. Right. They really loved each other wow. very much. That's, but that's I don't, amazing. I don't know if there was anything going on. It's always it's confusing. Oh, is that what you were asking? Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you were trying to think of like some romantic plot for the movie. I didn't realize we were making his elderly no, I was just grandmother if, a lesbian. I was just wondering if Why there was. Why wouldn't there be a case for that? Yeah, I, know, I mean, she like... loved my grandfather very much, very much. She would never date again or anything. And she was, you know, she had really good skin and she was cool <laughs> and really fun and pretty. But, um, you know, 1950s pretty. But, uh, you know, but the cleaning lady was not very attractive. Uh, <laughs> but I, who knows, you know, what she was doing. After that, you know, both my grand. You Did know, the cleaning lady have her own children? I don't think so. I think I don't. I don't think so. You know, it, I guess I wonder if Aunt Judy would know more information. You I should, should probably talk to find Aunt Judy out before. And take some notes. We're going to yeah. need Aunt Judy when yeah. we start writing the script. Yeah, so she'd be. I mean, my mother knows stuff, but she's my mother's an idiot, and there's just no doubt around about it. She's a moron and just doesn't give us any good information. Aunt Judy and Aunt Judy maybe in. at this point would give us. Everything's always been secretive and secretive, and well, I hate family secrets. We don't need, and to. I've always hated that. And maybe at this point, we already have the outline. Right, now that everybody's right. old, and, maybe I can get more information. And, and we definitely need a montage where they're like gam- going through all the casinos yeah i know right? well together. you know my, listen yeah. it, runs in, right? it runs in my family my grandmother exactly. was a huge gambler exactly. and that's why i took my niece every time if you're school i bet on her college all the time and if they win i'll send you 50 bucks and that's what my grandmother used to do. if she wins at the track we all got money right i mean that's what we've been that's the way it's been for years my family has all been about gambling i'm talking this is my father's mother mm-hmm. and my dad's my mother's dad and they were huge gamblers and that's all they did, and it just runs in the goddamn family. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, there, yeah, there is. <laughs> anyway, that's all for this week, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our Oscars podcast. We hope our predictions will be correct, and you'll win some money if you uh, ha- can do so. Um, they do take the odds in New Jersey now, which uh, you'll see me at the Meadowlands uh, right. the Sunday before the Oscars. Of course. This comes out before, right? This comes out on the Tuesday before the Oscars. And the same night Tuesday night on my show. Hopefully that went well uh, at the Comedy Cellar on the 19th. And we'll all regale you with stories of post-Oscar material and post-Dave Juskow's night at the Oscars at the Comedy Cellar next week on the Nightfly. Thank you, Memo. Thank you, Scott Gorenstein. I Bye, appreciate Dave. it all the time, every year. Scotty, we'll see you at the Tony Awards. I'll see you in a couple of in months. In a couple of months. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.